Podcasting 2.0 for June 17th, 2022, episode 90. It's the J and K. Do we all have our scissors? Are you ready? Start running. It's time for the board meeting of Podcasting 2.0. Everything happening with, well, of course, Podcasting 2.0, the podcastindex.org. The newest and latest developments in the podcast standards, the namespace, and, of course, everything we're discussing over at podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country and in Alabama. He's the postman for your API endpoint. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to my friend on the other end, Mr. Dave Jones. So my strategy should have been uh, in 2020, long long about June of 2020, I should have bought like four 55-gallon drums <laughs> and just filled them to the top with ga- with gasoline. Oh, yes. Yeah. So uh, it would, it's called the Alabama Strategic Reserve. Yes, the, uh, the ASR. <laughs> yes. I should have replenished the ASR at uh, at low prices so that I would not be feeling the pain what is, today. What does your, uh, your truck get? What is your, uh, your mile per gallon on, the, on your classic Ford pickup? Uh, it's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. It's we're I'm I'm cruising fifteen to seventeen on the uh, miles per gallon. Fifteen to seventeen. Is that bad? I get thirty in my car. Uh, man, show off. I, no, I, I get I, it's it's fifteen to seventeen. I have a uh, modern car, yeah. you know, modern uh, computer controlled injection and everything. So mm-hmm. it's 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 ultimately tuned by the fine folks at Mercedes Benz. Around town, fifteen to seventy on the on the highway, I get a little bit higher, but it's a six cylinder, so it's not too bad. Oh, yeah, now the yeah. one the one that's bad, uh, so we we recently uh, got another. Uh, we got a nineteen sixty seven F one hundred. We we picked that one up off uh, Facebook Marketplace, and uh, now that one has a four sixty in it. The four barrel. <laughs> it's like ten miles to the gallon. <laughs> you know, I've, I got it's, this. It's spending most of its time sitting on the curb. Is I, what I got my E three hundred almost four years, three years ago now, um, and it, it it has all the stylings of the uh, like the AMG kind of subtle but really hot car. Yeah. But under the, under the hood, you know, it's the E. It's not it's not the actual AMG. It's a two liter nine speed engine. Uh, and I think it's, uh, I think it's four cylinder, but th- man, Nine those, speed, geez. Th- yeah, but those guys, they've tuned that stuff. It's unbelievable how much power they get out of it. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing now is small, small block, big, uh, big turbo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's turbo. Yeah, no, of right? course, of course. Okay. But the, but I think it's the, the nine speeds that really does it. I mean, you, you just pop out, pew, 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 fifth. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it, that's the, that so i've i've rebuilt i've rebuilt an automatic transmission before and uh it is so my the one i rebuilt um was a 94 uh 4r70w so that's a ford transmission so i rebuilt it in my kitchen and the uh the way like you pull it apart and all the the clutch packs and everything they're all pretty Real beefy, decent size. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get into like a nine speed, ten speed, yeah. I mean those those clutch uh, those clutch packs are so small that and thin that I mean it doesn't take hardly anything to just blow one of those things up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the show is lit once again. Uh, we've been experimenting for the past couple couple of weeks with the live item tag, the which contracts the acronym LIT. Um, yeah. I think uh, now. 
I did it yesterday on no agenda, although the Podverse signal did not go off, which I presume is is the caching issue that is on my end, right? Yeah, that's right. Because what part of the CDN issue? Yeah, so I think what happened. So Podverse receives the pod ping that the show is lit, but it parses the feed, can't find it because of the cache, and then gives up. Is that the idea? Is that what's what's happening? uh huh. Says the feed is always the source of truth. Yeah. Then. apps appropriately as they should they they see the pod the live pod ping come through and then they go and they parse the xml to make sure that it matches you know so that somebody can't just spam a bunch of live tags right uh, or live ping and then they go match it up and say okay does this thing actually have a live item and if it does right. is it does is the status live right and if all that matches up and it all checks out it, then it then it sends the notifications out okay but since yours is cached it's just it's taking a long time to update. Yeah, um, and I honestly I'm not exactly sure how to fix that. Um, <laughs> I, well, I know Mitch was working on some cache busting URL extension, which I don't know. if I guess it didn't work. No, it didn't. And ca- I mean, caching. You you could so so when it comes to caching, I mean you you could say something like, um. We're not going to look at anything. You you could say we're not going to look at any HTTP headers. Mm-hmm. We're not going to look at any URL parameters. All we're going to do is look at just this resource. The only so uh, for for the non technical uh, that would be like HTTPS colon slash slash. Um, no agenda stream or I don't even know what the URL.com slash mm-hmm. feed.xml. So that would be your full, that's the file that you're downloading. Right. That's the, that's the feed file. So then you could, you could say, it doesn't matter what the headers are. This I'm talking about as the cache. Yeah, sure, cache sure, 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 sure. You could say, I don't care what the, what, what anything else you send me. You could put in a question mark some URL parameter on the end of it, or you could send some e-tag headers or last modifieds or anything like that. You could say as the cache, I'm going to ignore all that. Right. I'm just going to give you back uh, the changes when I want you to have them. <laughs> Which I think is how the CDN is, is acting. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> it's yes. like, I don't care what you're doing with your dangling things there. Your yeah. question mark dangles. Because <laughs> sometimes you don't want people busting the cache because it's right. so critical right. that it not go over uh, bandwidth concerns that you just say, look, I'm going to give it to you when I want you to have it. And, and you can't tell me anything else. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I think that's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a unique uh, situation. Uh, you, currently you're always a unique, situation. <laughs> but this for podcasting 2.0 works really well. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just send to server, clickety click, boom, it's working. Love it. Yeah. And, well, uh, it, it, yeah, you know, we, we have, so we're the way ours is, is set is that we're doing it through uh, Cloudflare with um, with object storage on the back end. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so Cloudflare, Cloudflare can obviously handle that load. They can handle these these spikes. Um, your your CDN um, is using, I think, a local caching server, and it's probably there's that's probably self defense. I would have to imagine for that caching server. Because it just can't handle that. Well, there's also a propagation issue with my CDM because it's home-baked. So I upload it to Mm -hmm. one server. It has to be uploaded to the other three. You know, that takes a little bit of time. 
Oh, oh, okay. So this is a new information. So you, so oh, you there's that. like a load balancer in front of it or something. Yeah. Well, I get an email that says, okay, it, this is what I do. I, I, okay. I, I drop it into my FTP client uploads and then I wait and I get an email that says, okay, this is the resource and it'll show me all the machines that it was copied to if there were any errors. It, of course, it tells me there's an error right up front, but there isn't. Uh, it tells me mm-hmm. the file name and, uh, and then, theoretically it's good to go but in practice it still takes anywhere from because i see it with the hypercatcher when um when i go to do the uh uh to set up the the default chapter mark which is kind of important because a couple apps out there if you have a link to a chapter json file resource in your rss feed uh, but there's nothing there then uh, one of the apps was breaking i can't remember what which one it was it was like actually crashing. <laughs> it crashed the oh, app. God. Um, so I decide. Well, it's just a good idea to have that in there. And I can always put a little message. You know, hey, Dreb's coming. You know, the 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 Bruce Wayne of podcasting 2.0 will have the chapters ready soon. Um, <laughs> but but when I go into Hypercatcher, I have to kind of sit there and refresh for anywhere from thirty seconds to five minutes before Hypercatcher can pull it up. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, it's that, that's that's consistent. It's fucked. With what okay, I'm fucked. <laughs> like this is not fun. These scissors are no good. They're not sharp. It's bogus scissors. Um, <laughs> These scissors are not happening. Yeah, that that's consistent with what we've seen before with your feed. Yeah, how you know, with, like back. What was it? We kept it kept driving us crap. I was probably. Mm, it was the initial pod ping. It was when we first rolled out pod ping. Uh, it was like yeah. things weren't going through. Right, right. No, right, no, no. Right. It was web sub. That's what it was. Web <laughs> sub. Because you kept sending things. And you're like, it's not updating. It's right, not updating. Right. It's, but it's because the XML itself mm-hmm. wasn't there yet. So, I, I mean, if it's a propagation issue on the backside. I, don't, I think it's both. Uh, okay. Um, well. We'll figure it out one way or the other. The only guy that knows is Void Zero. Void Zero. <laughs> have you talked yeah. to him? I have not yet. Okay. No. Um, I have two clips I'd like to play at the top of the show. Whoa. To exemp- okay. Yes, yes, yes. To exemplify uh, what what I feel we're doing uh, with uh, considering the original mission of uh, Podcasting 2.0. I think okay. we're, uh, we're right on track. Uh, and here are the two reasons why. Uh, one is, of course, we want uh, uh, to protect uh, podcasting and podcasters and protect their freedom of speech within the, the legalities of, of any laws, of course, uh, mm-hmm. which we've discussed quite openly here many times. But in general, if you want the X-22 report, hey, <laughs> this is the Central Western Bank news. So if you want to hear that, then uh, you can get it on a Podcasting 2.0 app. Um, as you know, part of this project was the foresight that there's going to be censorship, and this censorship is going to be for all kinds of reasons. And in the past two years, we've seen it uh, mainly for um, uh, medical uh, procedures and medication. People have been um, uh, deplatformed, uh, told to shut up, told to go away, demonetized. Uh, YouTube certainly quite uh, quite active in that regard, um, and. Now we are in an energy crisis. Uh, energy crisis. Now, the origins of it, you can debate, and that's the point. You should be able to debate to debate it. Um, but you, uh, most people, I think, have probably seen the memes that we briefly had a director uh, 
or executive director of something called the Disinformation Governance Board in uh, in the United States. Uh, as Scary Love Poppins. that title. Still a great title. Yeah, well, believe me, this thing didn't go away. The thing is not gone. It's a part of Department of Homeland Security. Michael Chertoff, the Chertoff Group, they're the ones that are uh, mentoring this. And that guy, you know, you, you go look at any of the full body scanners in the airport. That's the guy who put them there. Um, and some... A whistleblower came forward and said, hey, you know, these guys were ready to operationalize uh, their relationship. And this is apparently where um, Nina Yankovitz comes in. She's good friends with several uh, high-up executives at Twitter, uh, just to name one. And the idea is... Um, if there's something going on in on a social network that goes against the government mandate narrative, you know, pick whatever you want, then mm-hmm. they will contact the social media companies and the social media companies will then do something about it. Uh, right. that, that's basically called censorship, <laughs> but, but it was all yeah. a little bit under the radar uh, and, you know, this blew up in everyone's face. Again, it's not gone, but here's our energy secretary, Gina McCarthy, Uh, talking about this very topic. And so the challenge is now that we're moving from denial to actually just trying to to disengage the public from understanding the values of solar energy, the values of wind energy, the benefits of clean energy. We have to get tighter. We have to get better at communicating. And frankly, the tech companies have to stop allowing specific individuals over and over again to spread disinformation. That's what the fossil fuel companies pay for. That's what folks who make money out of fossil fuels and don't make money and, and, and don't care about saving consumers' costs. That's what they do. We have to be smarter than that, and we need the tech companies to really jump in. So they have not, uh, they've not uh, forgotten about the tech companies who they need to really jump in, whether they have a disinformation governance board or not. Yeah. And the cavalierness of which she speaks, like like it's just no big deal. Like oh, it's just something. We, it's just, well, just it's, something we need to do. It, the science is in. Uh, uh, the people are too stupid. Uh, you don't understand how great solar and wind is. So therefore, no discussion. Mm-hmm. So uh, yes, I've got a I've got a clip. <laughs> Groovy. Uh, the uh, play. What if the people are stupid? <laughs> And faced by the horror in the Balkans, President Clinton's representative, called Richard Holbrook, brought the question out into the open. Suppose elections are free and fair, he said, and those elected are racist, fascist, separatists. That is the dilemma. An American political scientist called Farid Zakaria put it more bluntly. The people, we are told, he said, are the most important. We are driven by the phrase, the American people are not stupid. But what if they are? Oh, yeah, Farid Zakaria, the anti-constitutionalist douche from CNN. Hey, Phoebe, come here. <laughs> she doesn't see. She, she, she hears the dog off. She hears Fareed Zakaria. She's like bark, bark. Come here, come here, girl. It's okay. You're good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the. Uh, well, the whole point the, is, if if the people are stupid and the people elect stupid people, that's our own stupid mistake to make. That's what America is built on. 
Yeah. And also, it also reveals a way that a way that a certain class of people think Think. about the about the rest of us. Yes. And whatever you do, don't have any converse. Well, I think um, there's a difference between stupid and dumb. I believe they meant to say the American people are dumb because people like Fareed Zakaria are stupid. He's not. He's very intelligent, obviously, but he's stupid. Uh, and and there's a lot of this on display right now. <laughs> a lot of things like, do you not see the the complete uh, contradiction that uh, that you of the statement you're making? You can just turn on the TV. Anyway, um, the idea that you can't discuss these things now it's like you know, and I I can see where people get really uptight over vaccines or mandates and you know this. Uh, oh my goodness, why is this even a discussion? Um, yeah. You know, are we allowed? To, I, I, I guess the New York Times has made us allowed to talk about our president and that he clearly is unfit for office. You know, so the the, the go ahead has been given for that. But when it comes to any discussion, uh, and and this is how it goes. We've seen we've seen what happens. Like you get a label, click, you're done. You don't surface. You're taken off because you had the audacity to talk about nuclear. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. So, um. I, I feel that mission is is well accomplished. I'm very proud of the work that everybody's done, uh, of of the size of uh, of the collection, of the uh, the cleanliness of the data that we have, and the access to it. I mean, this this is truly, truly revolutionary. What we and and I mean it in the real sense of the word revolutionary, because revolutionaries usually don't get money from oil companies. <laughs> I haven't got my check yet. I, don't know. <laughs> I did go to the to the to the mailbox before I started the show, just in case. But no, just neither to, did I. Yeah, safety check. Yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, go, you know, Google. We we see we see what happens with with censorship anyway, even on a technical level, uh, with the stuff this week of Google censoring the word censoring podcasts with the word lesbian in it. You know, I and, um, that's interesting. You you bring that up because in a rare moment, I played this clip on no agenda. During Pride Month, Google Podcasts is blocking and hiding some podcast episodes, apparently because they use the word lesbian. RPG Realms of Peril and Glory's June the 13th episode, visible everywhere else, isn't available on Google Podcasts in the US, UK or Australia, even to logged in over 18 users. The podcast creators say there's nothing adult in this episode at all. Now, I think I have a different take on this than, than James or maybe even you. My, I'll tell you, my my take's really simple. My take, my take is just, I told you so. I mean, like, it, <laughs> I, I think I've been saying from the very beginning yes. that uh, that no, um, any any of the when you empower censorship, yep, and, and it's going according to your plan, everything is fine, everything's great. But as soon as it swings the other way and goes, and I, now I, I feel like this is clearly a mistake, a mistake on their part, but the. Once it starts to swing the other way, you've just get you willingly gave the tools to the people to do the thing that's now going to bite you in the butt. Yeah, I my take is somewhat different. It is it is okay. also, and I told you so. Um, but I I, I already appro- pre-approve of it. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I've I've studied the LGBTQQIAPK plus uh, community uh, as a narrative since its inception. Yeah. Uh, it started as uh, GL. Uh, this is where the GLAD comes from, the Gay and Lesbian uh, ally, uh, 
uh, uh, uh, alliance against de- uh, anti-defamation. Defamation, yeah. But it's it's always yeah. GL. And then we got GLB, gay, lesbian, bisexual. This goes back a few years. I know I date myself. Um, and then we had a switcheroo. It became LGB. And the lesbians moved to the front of the line. Uh, and this was the beginning of the breakup of something that never existed, which is this fallacy. And and I accuse all all reporters and journalists and talking heads of doing this, just like there is no black and brown community. It's not a community. In fact, those two can be polar op- opposite often. Um, there's also no LGBTQI community. And to show you that that's true, um, the, there is in, enormous hate against gay men right now. In fact, uh, the problem with gay men is they're men. They, they have toxic masculinity, certainly, uh, you know, the kind of the, beef, uh, the beefy gay guys. Uh, and they, in fact, there's been many articles. You can go take a look at it. Uh, there's now, uh, oh no, you have white gay privilege, white male gay privilege. So the gays are, be- the gay men are being pushed out. Now the lesbians are also problematic, often known as TERFs, because the lesbians are saying, well, a trans woman is not really a woman. You see the problem. So the lesbians are on the way out. And the way this oh, is being done, so you, think, okay, you see, cannot have a, a, a property, a media property or a program, or this is my opinion, I could be wrong that does not recognize all the rainbow people. If it doesn't oh. recognize LGBTQI at minimum, you can't just do something about L's. So, yeah, I told you so is right. It's, so it's for different okay, so reasons. I think Google is ultra-woke. That's the problem. It's an ultra-woke move, not a discriminatory move based against lesbians, per se. So you're saying it's a it's a... The word, the word "gay" and the word "lesbian" are being; those are being uh, ousted, brought out. Yeah, those are being taken out. Mm-hmm. And the, so, the only thing you're allowed to use is is the is the acronym yes. LGBT. Okay, and you have to add I, an I. Yes, yeah. yeah. so it's LGBTQI plus. That's the official mm-hmm. the official acronym. I I believe that is shorting a lot of important people. Yes, yeah, <laughs> because the, there's the, two B's. <laughs> It's possible. I never thought about it that way. That's, oh, oh, it struck uh, that's me. very possible. Oh, because Google's got woke people, you know, and they wouldn't mm-hmm. just discriminate. It, now, it could also be a simple mistake, but you're right. The tools are there. The tools get used. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about these tools. This next clip is a little bit shorter, even. Um, it's part of a longer conversation. You know, I'll see if I can find the link and put it in the show notes. Uh, many people saw this, but I think it was just beautiful to see that the system we have developed, this value-for-value streaming payment system that we have now incorporated into, what do we have? Are there seven apps now that that can do this? I think so, yeah. I think that's right, seven. So obviously I'm I'm leaving other podcasting 2.0 stuff out of it, namespace just for for clarification of us reaching these goals. Uh, I'm sure you saw, this is Mark Andreessen of Andreessen Horowitz, big venture capital uh, company. You got it. Okay, you get this clip. Mm -hmm. I almost clipped it. And I I know him. In 1993, I think it was, I got an email. I was running MTV.com with a gopher server. And it was, hey, it's Mark. Um, And he was at uh, College Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. And he said, I've I've got this, uh, this thing. It's a mosaic. It's a browser. And uh, you need to set up an HTTP daemon. And so I, on my headless son three, I struggled through it, got it set up, and it worked. 
and that was uh, Netscape. And so that's when MTV.com was on the web. Uh, now we fast forward, uh, what is it now? Is it 40 years? No. No, 30. 30 years. Whew. 30? 2003. Yeah, 30 years. A lot. Uh, we have Podcasting 2.0, which is a uh, an open group, an open project. Anybody can join. Anybody can participate. And because of the value-for-value value streaming payment system with the with the value block splits, everybody can and uh, usually does participate in the ecosystem, which was also one of the missions. The idea, and this is before this magical thing came up called Web three, because Web three sounds an awful lot like it. What I'm hoping, and what, what we're actually seeking at the firm, what we're trying very hard to fund. Um, I'm hoping, for example, for podcasts. I'm hoping five years from now. There will be these thriving, you know, call it Web3 podcast environments that will be open and will be, you know, it will have this sort of anarchic, uncontrolled kind of element that I think that I think you and I both like. Um, however, we'll have a higher level of trust and we'll have a higher level of, of monetary incentive and economic incentive um, than, than the open networks of the past usually did. And so there, there's this there's this third way. And, it, you know, this is still early, but like we're, 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 we're quite optimistic that there might be a new way to build these systems. And I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. So it's a little anarchistic. It's a third way. Uh, everybody profits uh, from their own endeavors. It's more distributed. Hmm. Hmm. What does this sound like to you, Dave? I, I can't. I mean, I'm racking my brain. I can't think of anything that. I mean, this must be something new that the world's never seen before. Now, I, he- I can't. Th- I can't think of a single thing that already does this. <laughs> So I think we can both say that we don't need to wait five years. It's here. We're doing it. And with, uh, what is it now, well over 7,000 podcasts using the uh, the value-for-value value streaming payments and boostograms and all that stuff, I, I think we're kind of there. Apps get paid. Developers get a piece. Now, is everybody making bank? No. No. But there is something very important. Listen again to what he says in the beginning. What I'm hoping and what, what we're actually seeking at the firm, what we're trying very hard to fund. What we're trying very fund. hard to fund. But well, I haven't got a check on that either. No. <laughs> Although it makes me think, you know, Dave, we should wrap this whole thing up and sell it to Mark Andreessen. Everybody gets rich. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Why don't we sell the whole thing, everything? <laughs> I'm just doing this, obviously, for effect. Yes, we, 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 I mean, we, we could have, okay, we could, but, we, but we, we, we could sell, we, we could sell CurioCaster and Breeze and Fountain and we could sell mm-hmm. all the apps. Everyone gets a piece. Uh, everyone gets a million bucks. We create an LLC that's got 150 people in it. No, no, we have an LLC. Yeah, okay, we'll just expand this one to to encompass, uh, you know, like no, no, no. We're just gonna seventy five different developers, and then no, we just sell it as a package. You're thinking all wrong. If we're going to do the okay. VC route, if we're going to do money. We take the money, we tip everybody else. Tip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bingo. Yes, everybody else gets tips. That's right. It's that's about right. time tipping came to podcasting. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's that's the only way tipping uh, gets onto your t- tongue is uh, is in a gag like that. No, I, I no, that's that's fantastic. No, I love it. And, and no, we we just do a spac. <laughs> a spac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. You know, Andreessen's got a couple of spacks up his sleeve. Well, Stephen B, the man behind Curio Caster, says I'd sell out in a heartbeat for a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who else is up? Hey, if you're all if yeah. you're all up for Better it, up. good for me. But j- but wait until we get that first board meeting when they ask you to bend over and and shove your shares up your butt. 
and then yeah, do a next. down round and then uh, 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 dilute you. <sighs> I'd yeah. rather be I'd rather be broke and own and own myself. That's right, than brother. Rich and have somebody else. That is right. Shots. That is right. And uh, we got uh, show one hundred coming up, which uh, we'd like everybody to remember, and, and and we'd like everybody to remember that we are not selling out to VC. However, it would be nice to in this uh, low Bitcoin value environment to uh, for you to up your sattage if possible, so that we can. Uh, not dip into the reserves for paying for the bills. Yeah. Uh, um, speaking of, uh, by the way, I think, uh, I think you're exactly right on the, uh, on the word replacement thing. I think uh, the more I think about that, I think that's, that's probably right because I see, we see it visual. You see it visually. This is something that's been on my mind for a while. Do you like, this is probably about two or three years ago. I noticed that people started doing this, um, I think YouTube was the first place I saw it where they started changing people's colors. So like when they would have their artwork within, within the YouTube platform, it would be these big, like, um, androgynous people that were like blue and purple and, and green. <laughs> I miss this trend. Now, was this people, the creators doing this or or YouTube doing this? No, it was YouTube's uh, promotional graphics, like their branding and stuff. And oh, they would have like oh. a creator, a, a creator day. And it would be mm. like a bunch of nondescript. These are, they're clearly meant to be humans. Yeah. But they're purple and blue and oh, green. Well, we, we can't have any reality. <laughs> we can't yeah, do any I mean, real like, colors. <laughs> yeah, we don't, I mean, like it's every, they, it's, it's like this attempt to just, rid rid all it's brand safety taken to such an extreme that they can't even acknowledge reality anymore that there that there are it's like we're so afraid to offend somebody that we don't even want to show what people really Really look look like like. yes and it's like the same thing with language we're so afraid to offend somebody we don't even want to use real words for people eventually we're just gonna you know make up whole new words for for people that just don't even comport to any reality it's, I think no, we're I think, I think exactly. we're well underway with that. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of happening. Yeah, um, um, the cat. But I think you're right with um, cat. You know, Castapod. Uh, they're they're getting into hosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen that? No, 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 no. Yeah, at the last dev meeting, uh, Benjamin Bellamy was telling saying that because I was asking him about Podping, and he was saying how they got they're getting into hosting. Uh, because that's just a, like a natural thing. Once somebody runs their own Castapod instance, um, the next thing they want, you know, is they, they got to have a place to put their media. Right, files. right. So, uh, wow. And, so they're they're prepared to go into this nightmare of a business. Evidently, wow. Evidently, I mean, I told so, Stephen B, you know, like, do you like your life? He says, yes. Don't become a hoster. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, right. it's 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 not the technical issues; it's the customer support issues. You know, that, I, you're the first line. You're the first call people yeah. make when eh, it's not showing up on Apple. And uh, where where's my live pod ping in Podverse? Mm-hmm, <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's the other call you get. So you know, chapeau bas, I would say, uh, Benjamin, because that's uh, that's a tall order. All right. I guess the reason I'm uh, con- connecting those is I think the the ecosystem of decentralized podcasting is starting to like. I don't mean decentralized. The ecosystem of of decent. I'll say this: the 
the the Libra ethos. <laughs> Libra ethos, yes. The, 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 the pure pure Libra ethos within uh, within podcasting is beginning to to take hold, so that people are beginning to uh, want to own not just their brand but their infrastructure. It's the thing that Todd Cochran has always talked about. You know, own your own website. Yeah. Own your domain, all that kind of stuff. Start. That's where you start, and then you branch out from there. Has he released the new media show where he he's bitching about uh, Spotify? Because I want to listen to that. I didn't oh, I don't see know. an update yet. yet. <laughs> Todd Cochran mad at someone about RSS. It's just it's it's good listening. <laughs> it's good listening entertainment. And uh, on that note, I don't I don't want to I don't want to jump gears before you're finished with your. Uh, yeah, well, no, I, train of thought, no, but. that was it. So I just wanted to say congratulations. Look what we've achieved. Uh, uh, we're not even at 100 episodes of this podcast. And just turn around for a second, everybody. Take a look. Take a look. Take Look down at the ground. Look at what your own shit that you've built. This is mm-hmm. stuff to be proud of, man. And you got guys out there saying, you know, a billionaire uh, with real money to back it up. Oh, man, five years. I really hope we can get this done. We're desperately trying to fund it. <laughs> Look at where you it's are. Right. Look at where you're kicking their ass. It's right here, Mark. You can have it for free. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, already, it's already Exactly. Here. Just It would be nice if you donated. But yeah, have, yeah. It, have it for free. Build an app. There's a thought. Hit up, hit up the PayPal. Yeah. And we're all good. That's right. <laughs> um, so no, on the, on the uh, podcast Libra, um, front <laughs> no agenda to Alex has been rocking he's and kicking ass no I know yeah. he's got all kinds of stuff he's got now you can flip a switch and you can get your email show up in the RSS feed so you can claim it in uh, mm-hmm. in CurioCaster or in um, Fountain and uh, in the podcast wallet yep yeah and this is he's, good he's uh, so for people who don't know no agenda tube is a uh, is a uh, do I call it a fork I mean I don't I guess it is a fork. If, if Alex is bu- if Alex built it, it's probably a fork. Yeah, I think I think I think it's fair to call it a fork at this point. Where uh, he has he took PeerTube and just uh, and forked it, and now he's been he's made a lot of changes to it to support podcasting 2.0 features. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs it all himself uh, on his own dime. The it's a video hosting service, but else but. Since it's part of PeerTube, it's got a lot of diff, a lot of cool capabilities like um, web, like like a peer to peer. What what's that called? What web torrent? Yeah, uh, yeah, web torrent. Yeah, web torrent HLS, and that, yeah, the, a lot of that kind of stuff that makes uh, bandwidth really. Which really is impo- cool. important. People implement that if at all possible. Yeah, Stephen B said it's forking awesome. Yes, that's a good that's a good way to describe it. The, so no, so he is he baking pod uh, ping in there. Ten bucks as he is. Oh yeah, he'll do yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. But um, so he's here's some of the things he's done lately. Um, is XMPP in the chat on live pages? Yeah, you, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, so that's something that fits with all validity into the social interact tag, or is this different? Um, not yet. It will. There's no reason it can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is that even the point? Is it official. a little? Is it a little different because it's it's chat? So it's chat. Is that the same as comments? No, it's the it is the point. Yeah, it, okay. it is the point. I think I think you want you know it's on the page first, but then you'll have 
um, then you'll have it in social interact tag. Okay. It may already be in the social interact. Tag. Really? I need, I need to check that. <laughs> let's see. Here's his live That's so item. Cool. Uh, let's see. Social interact. Oh, so he's got a live item in the feed. When he hits uh, go live, it flips to live item in the uh-huh. NA tube uh, RSS feed. That's sexy. Yeah, so that's the next thing that he's added re- recently is live item tag. Mm-hmm. So now you can you can go live on no on a no agenda tube channel, and uh, it'll put a live item in in there. Yeah, you know, on on the show yesterday, no agenda. I you know I'm always plug. I always have a moment ar- around the donation segment where I plug podcasting 2.0, and it's often it's like oh you can see all these images chapter images, uh, but I actually played some of this. Um, and I, I, and I'm sure I told him before, but I said, you know, right now we're, we're lit in all of the podcast apps that, uh, that can do it. And, and I explained what it was. He was like, holy crap, really? He was surprised when I said, yeah, you know, you get a ping in your podcast app, you click on it, open it up, you hear the live stream, you got the chat right there. Mm-hmm. He's like, really? I say, yeah. No, that's, that's, it's pretty it's awesome like the, <laughs> for him to I, say I, that I've that's a big it. that's a big deal actually it's a big deal for him to say that's a uh, really yeah he's never impressed about anything no, so that's a good no thing. he's not um so i've done it on no agenda tube and I, I cranked up a channel and and did the and did live it, it works great so the one thing that was lacking though is um is support you know in the index we, we weren't we weren't consuming live item tags right um and i you know i should probably go back again and say a a live item so what a live item is is if you're familiar with the way an rss feed looks is you have every episode is is called uh syntax wise in an rss feed is called an item Mm -hmm. and so it's an item and then all the information about the episode is in the item so we just created in the podcast namespace a thing called live item and it lives in the RSS channel, uh, so it's a peer. It's if you think about it that way, it's it's like a a sibling of all the rest of the items. But because it's prefixed with a namespace podcast colon live item, mm-hmm. it can exist there and not violate RSS. And the apps and platforms that ingest the RSS feeds, they they just don't even they don't see it. So it doesn't mess anything up. They just read the items because they're they're if they're not ingesting the namespace yet, or even if they are, basically, if, as long as they're not, as long as they just do everything like they always have, the existence of another thing called something else at the channel level doesn't mess anything up. Well, it did with Dogcatcher. I still see. I still don't think that. I, I still think it's something else. I don't think it was purely the live item. Well, I put the live I, I put the live out and back into No Agenda, and it broke the app again. When did you do that? So uh, I got that report uh, a week ago, and then I, if you recall, and then I took the live item out of the No Agenda feed. Then I got reports back. Oh, it's working again. Mm-hmm. And then I put it back in for yesterday's show, and I get reports. Oh, it broke again. Same error. It's something with Dogcatcher. I'm not. I'm not mm. saying that. Uh, yeah. That. I think did, I think we went through this that the, the the way we're doing it is valid. We got that we got validation that from the XML guru that this is okay what we're doing. Yeah, from Baxter. But, yeah, yeah, but for some reason it's breaking Dogcatcher, and I said, yeah, I'm sorry. We'll just have to break Dogcatcher. NewPodcastApps.com. <laughs> yeah, it's not like there's no other options. <laughs> 
well, people, go, you know, apps are very personal to people. Now, I, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to like dismiss that because you're right that they are very personal. But, but this, but you have to understand that. I mean, this is an abandoned app. Yeah. There's no, there hasn't been any development on it since 2012. Yeah. Oh, really? I thought it was 2018. 2012 is a little bit longer than I realized. It, I think that I, if my understanding is right, 2012 is the last time I had an update. But I, I, who knows? I could be wrong. Um. But anyway, so that that's uh, buggy parsers aside. Uh, this this all works fine. And then mm-hmm. dog catcher is the only thing we've seen that's had a hiccup. Yeah. Everything else works fine. So that's what we're, that's what we're talking about. That's what enables all this live stuff to happen. Well, um, the live items have been in the feeds and, uh, and it's part of the namespace. It's official. Now they've been in the feeds for a while, but I, it's not been in, in API. So yes, uh, yesterday, the day before I worked on, putting support for a live item into the index. Now, how will that be used? Well, that's part of what I want to talk about. I want, I want to talk a little bit about here. Here's what I've done so far. I've added a uh, live item support to party time, which is the, the ingester, the parser. Um, so it's picking it up in the feed. It's putting it into the database. Uh, and I have currently one uh, endpoint that I just, hastily made just to expose it just so we could start playing with it mm-hmm. it's called uh, api it's an api it's called slash episode slash live mm-hmm. so if you call that api endpoint you're going to list get a list of all uh, the current live items in <laughs> and it's based upon a pod ping and a uh, check against the uh, the feed now all we do is check against the feed oh, because okay. we don't okay. we don't have to do it any other way true uh, because every time we get a pod ping of any type, we always reparse the right, feed and stick right, it in. Right, right, right. Um, so that's the that's the way it exists right now. So my question is, and then what I wanted to discuss was, how should the API ha- like give back this information? Like what? How? What is how the expected? Would, in, well, if you could have parameters, yeah. you'd like to know a time frame. And the way I would, as a developer. Of course, as, as a developer, here's what I as think. As an extensive app developer. <laughs> as an app developer. Uh, if someone, you know, it, it could be something the app checks, you know. I mean, it's just a different way of, of, of getting the pod ping information, I guess. You fire up the app, hear the shows that are live, you know. So would it make sense to say here's, you know, the default is here shows that, are, that have gone live in the last 30 minutes and you can set it to any, any time frame back in time? Or is that useless? Am I just talking out of my developer butt? No, I, don't, I mean the the nature of the live items is once they're ended that they're they're useless. So right. they're really only so like they don't become they don't have a stay they don't have any staying power within the feed. Mm-hmm. They're meant to be ephemeral. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that standpoint, I don't think historical live items have any use at all. But um, what you're saying about showing like upcoming ones, pending ones with, you know, that are scheduled to go at a mm-hmm, certain time mm-hmm. or, or ones that are current. That makes sense. Yeah. I just think I'm thinking like curio caster shows, uh, it has like, uh, now Steven's got like, um, was it podcast and he's got music. You can choose back and forth. I wonder if there's, that sort of thing, but for live, like, okay, I want to see all the shows that are currently live streaming right there's, now. There's a good reason for something like that. And I, I wanted to bring this up if you don't mind. Yep. Um, this, what we're doing here, the lit, 
is uh, incredibly cool for discovery. Because if you see when I, I mean, the, the power of, and I've really observed this, and, uh, and a, great, a great example is uh, earlier this week, I forget what day it was, um, maybe it was, uh, was it Sunday? All of a sudden, I see all over the place, I see, you know, there's a Twitter account podcasting live, I think it is. Um, uh, it's the same for Mastodon. Is it podcast, podcasting live? Is that it? Is that the account? Uh, or podcast pod- live, I think? Podcasts live. Podcast think, live. Um, so I see behind the schemes with threes is live uh, with Dave Jones. Yeah, it was Sunday after after No Agenda. Um because, you know, I, I, I knew that you were going to be on, but I'd kind of forgotten about it. I see this pop up on my timeline. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I go into my app. Um, oh, I don't see it. Well, it's because I'm not subscribed. I go to, you know, I, I do a quick search, bring it up. I listen. I boost a whole bunch of boostograms to the show, which was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, this is a better fun. guitar player. Um, but, <laughs> but I also subscribe to the show. Uh Yeah. As a discovery uh-huh. mechanism, it's really cool. It really is exciting. It's a, you know, not, not a lot of people follow these accounts yet, but you know, whenever I see it, I retweet it. No matter what it is, this is a this is a real discovery mechanism. And in fact, I think um, you know, there's reasons for all kinds of uh, pod ping uh, bot accounts, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I I know why you would why wouldn't someone curate you know the the top five tech shows and have a bot that uh, lets you know when the when that when that tech show is either updated with a new podcast or um uh you know or if they're live it, it reminds me of what we what we used to do with uh with news rivers where you would you would spawn a like a category like a news river that had a certain category of feeds in it mm-hmm. and you'd say okay this um, it, it would have its own H. It would have its own page and everything like that, and it would only show you items from the OPML list that you built for that thing. It's sort of the same way. You have bots that say, "Okay, here's all the tech shows that are going. They're live streaming. Here's all the, you know, gardening yeah, shows sure, that are sure, live streaming. Sure, I mean, or Dutch. Here's all the Dutch shows. Infinitely expandable. It's and, mm-hmm. and anyone can tap into it. Anyone could tap into it and write an app that does this. That's See, I, super I, exciting. I want more podcasters to do live shows uh, because for a couple of reasons, like it's not once you're comfortable. And I I say this as as somebody who's only been podcasting for the last two years. Yeah. You are really uh, kind of apprentice status still, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Padawan. Mentee. My mentee. Padawan learner. (laughs) Um, one, One day I'll graduate and get my, when you can when off. you can snatch the pebbles from my hand, it will be time for you to leave, <laughs> Dave Jones. Uh, and so, once you get kind of you know quote unquote comfortable behind the mic, to where you're you're sort of used to doing used to the process of doing it, doing it live is not that it's not that big of a deal. Like it, it really it really hasn't the the bump, there was no bumps in the road. It just felt normal yeah but let me stop you right there okay because of the lack in production tools uh, a majority of podcasts does post-production post-processing all of this stuff after the fact going full on live is not the same as doing a podcast and then tweaking it and editing it and it's not everybody can do that 
Now you got the right schooling. I don't know from who, but someone taught you the right way right off the somebody, bat. Somebody did, and and I and I must say I'm I'm still very excited about my um, my Roadcaster uh, version two, which apparently is coming any day now. Uh, and and you know, then I can endorse a device that that actually works for live production. So, well, but I'm, I'm okay, just saying I'm it's not appropriate that. for every show to do live, nor do most people have the um, uh, the production skills to do that. Now, it's abs- this is an absolutely idiotic thing t- for me to say uh, to somehow disagree with you oh, about um, about streaming media. I mean, it's, it's, it's absurd. I mean, I might as well just jump off a cliff. But go ahead. But, but. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. So, here's the thing. It's like you can still, when you finish, you can still post-produce and put out the polished one. But there's an, there's a, uh, there's a, a unique, like, even if you're going to, even if you're messing up a bunch and starting and stopping and that kind of thing. That's still valuable to hear it live because you build a sort of like quirkiness with your audience who's committed to your thing. And they're not going to they're not going to be, you know, you're going to have you're going to have a committed core of people that listen to you that want to hear you, uh, whether you mess up or not. And whether whether it's whether the whole thing goes sideways. And it's like I mean, it's like (coughs) when you mess up, there's a. There's a uh, quirkiness and, a, and an attractiveness to, to that too, and so I think that, like, if people tried it live, uh, that might, like you said, it, it helps them with discovery because they're going to be one of the few shows that actually does a live stream, and then they're still they can still post produce and clean it up and put out the polish later, but they stick, but they get the benefits of of the unique live experience. Of course, and I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But yes. it's not it's not appropriate for every show. Um, gotcha. Uh, Jen Briney, her show is edited. She has clips. You know, for people playing clips on the fly, it's just not something a lot of people are trained to do. Uh, yeah. And I, I know this. I mean, I, this part I know. A, a lot of people just don't do it that way. Now, there's a huge non-podcasting streaming audience. It's called YouTube. I think this is the genius. You know, you bring these people over, teach them how to package it up, uh, and, you know, because it's really this, you know, for them it's like I flip it on, YouTube does the rest. Well, it's not going to be exactly like that with a podcast host because you're going to have to, you know, still uh, bake the MP3 and upload it and do all that stuff so that, you know, there's some hurdles, which, of course, could be shortened. Mm-hmm. But but um, that's the audience that I think uh, will understand this inherently and will be very happy with it. Um uh, podcasters, I think they can, you know, the, the power of, of pod ping can be harnessed in many ways for this, for the discovery that we're talking about. You know, when, um, when, when Dave Weiner kind of checked out of blog, of blogging, I know he didn't really check out, but he had weblogs.com and weblogs.com. All it did was it showed you the most recently updated weblog. And it was pretty cool. You just sat there and it was, it's like the, like the pod ping dot watch. You just sit there and you watch stuff update in real time, and you can click on it and read a post or whatever. So it was really an aggregate. In that case, it was an aggregator. But I think he was using XML RPC, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, to Probably. to create a version of PodPing or Activity Pub, whatever you want to, to use. Uh, and he sold that for two million dollars. 
<laughs> so you know, if anyone Jump wants change. an idea, I mean, if anyone wants an idea, you know, something like that, where uh, maybe you can filter yourself. I mean, like you said, you know, uh, certain language podcasts filter them out. Have that be uh, your 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 update page uh, or your bot. I mean, these are great things. Yeah, I guess. Uh, no, you no, you're. I just want to see people be less afraid of messing up. You know, and like. The, I just want to see people run with scissors more and be, be less <laughs> less afraid of, you know, I, I don't know. You, it, it, I don't know. Before it's, you know it's it, aspirational. If you tell young people to go ahead and mess it up before you know it, they got a broken femur and they're sleeping on your couch. <laughs> I've already got one of those. I don't need any more of them. Uh, uh Hey, look! It, I've advocated yeah. for uh, for live production, not not even live streaming, but live live to tape forever. Said it's the way to go. We haven't really had good tools for that, uh, or good education, or etc. Uh, but I've always it's thought been this on better. my it's been on my mind because I did, um, so I did what was it? Uh, bowls with buds mm-hmm. and uh, or bowl after bowl and. Uh, and then did behind the schemes last week. We yeah, did this you're show getting live. a little overexposed, uh, Dave. A little overexposed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I am. I've gone full Harvey Weinstein. Um, but the the whole like I've been getting, I've done some of these live shows, and I see that there's just like a looseness to them where people don't mind you know, making mistakes. And they now these, you know, the shows that I've been on. I mean, uh, and then I've done some shows that are also just tapes. And um, I don't know. The live shows just have a have a fun to them where it's this people aren't you know it's not so stuffy it just has this like this energy i'm with you i'm with you that's why all my shows are live to tape yeah yeah it it really does make a difference it it does make a difference let me read out if we can do let me read out a couple of uh boosts we've been getting uh boostograms since we uh took the show lit this morning or this afternoon well worth mentioning Paytar, 250,000 sats. Holy crap. <laughs> he says, upping my satage. Which you really appreciate. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, uh, Is that a big that's... baller? Are you seeing the boost for today? Well, we're going to give a big, big baller anyway. Shot collar, 20 inch blades on the Impala. Just in case. Uh, that is big baller. Yes. yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's actually not. It's not? No. Okay. It's not big baller. Right. That's that's a tease. Uh Booberry, ten thousand sats, nondescript and inoffensive boost. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Floydian slip says, I'm broke and I own myself, bitch, with fifty two hundred sats. Yeah, that that's the podcasting two point thing thought pattern. <laughs> uh Jake from the Sleek Podcast, thirty three twenty six. V for V music. Yeah, we should talk about that. Um, Brando Sellers, 5,000 sat booze. Thank you. Row of Ducks from Tim, the artist formerly known as Nixer. Happy Fridays. Happy Friday, fellas. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Um, and let's see. We had some pre, pre pre-live boosts. Uh, I think you'll have those in your, in your run. At this one, you probably don't have 10,000 from Macintosh. Dave and Adam, thanks for always, thanks as always for everything you do. Adam, this boost is for my needing to shut down my voltage node. Sorry again about that. Oh, can I get a little love for my podcast, Generational Wealth with Cryptocurrency? Love given. I just posted episode 55 last night trying to get the sat flywheel turning. Go podcasting. Yes, he um, 
uh, he's setting up his own node. I think he couldn't uh, justify oh, okay. the expense of a voltage node. So, uh, absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, so those are just the live boosts. Yeah, I, my uh, voltage note. Did the billing on voltage change? Because I got a, I got a uh, an email saying that my credits were running low and I needed to like re credits refill it. What yeah. credits? <laughs> what credits? Yeah, it, what kind of what kind know. of casino is Graham running over there? <laughs> I credits? I don't know. The because uh, I got a. Um, I mean, I just run a personally on my yeah. own dime. I run a twelve ninety nine a month uh, light node, right? And then. Um, then I and it's it always just bills at the beginning of the month twelve ninety nine and then mm-hmm. I get this thing saying you're running low on credits you you need to refill your credit thing will be auto refilled and then it it ping it ping me for twenty bucks oh man so I, I need to check with with Grant sounds like a mistake uh, sounds like inflation to me <laughs> yeah it's inflation <laughs> that's mega inflation if that's the case well it seems seems to be the thing these days. Yeah. No, I I, uh, we, I think we paid. Well, I know we paid for the podcast index node up front. Um, uh, yeah, we do that annually, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I have a light node there for MoFax, which well, I, I guess is still okay. I gotta check it. I mean, that's kind yeah. of the good thing is I don't have to look at that one too much. In fact, the the nodes have been pretty good so far. I mean, knock on wood. <laughs> what am I yeah. doing? Inviting uh, the boogeyman you, in. No. So stupid. <laughs> wrong, Thanks a lot. Wrong thing to do. I know what I'll do. be doing this weekend. <laughs> wrong thing to say. Uh, okay. We got uh, the, so uh, medium tag, no agenda, uh, no agenda tube. Uh, he also put that in there. Mm. He put in the medium tag. Mm-hmm. So the medium tag. Oh, cool. So is, it would show up under video, I guess. Yeah, so uh, Killing Ed, that that one is has a medium tag of film. Oh, cool. Yeah, and there's a there's a so I put that I put also this week support for the medium tag into the index officially now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being ingested uh, through the aggregator, and also there's one again the same way with like with live item. There's one endpoint is podcast slash by medium. Uh, as the only important, you give it the medium, it'll give you back all the podcasts that have that medium. Now, and then here, here again, this is another thing that I think we just need feedback on from everybody uh, in the boardroom as to what, like how best to structure this within the API. Cause you, the way, you know, the way you consume music and the way you want to find music podcasts that may not be the same as it. It may not operate just like a, a podcast app, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Yeah. So, like, if you just say, because I can here's I can think of it the this way. Here's one possibility. You replicate all of so currently the API is like podcasts slash by feed URL, mm-hmm. and so you can look up a podcast by its URL, right? Or podcasts slash by iTunes ID and you can look it up by that. Well, you could just forklift all that over and say, now we have a whole new set of endpoints called music by feed URL, oh, okay. music by ID, mm-hmm. but whatever. Or that's one way to do it. Or just set a parameter music, medium tag equals music, and then perform the rest of the API functions. That's another way. Yeah. You just tack them onto the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Or a third option is, 
none of the above and and really the best way to consume for an app to find these music these music entities is some other way that doesn't even fit either one of those um which is also possible like a, a music what i would love is for a music app to say hey here's what i want i want if i was going to pull data from the index here's the way i would want to do it okay. and then we build it to meet that need because that's essentially what we did for the podcast apps well this is where i believe discovery is important whereas i don't think it works for podcast i think music discovery and just being able to click on stuff and and get recommendations which would not be our job uh, the index's job uh but for that kind of i think i think it's significantly different and maybe there is some some stuff the index should be feeding back i don't know yeah but, i'm just thinking but I, like, and, and a music app has to be driven kind of around two things your collection the stuff that you really like uh that you want to access again your favorites or whatever you want to call them and discovery i mean this is where discover and maybe we'll learn something in that process that helps for podcasting actually um, well if you look at a lot of podcast apps like overcast castomatic things like that what you see is they already have playlist features in there and you could and you can just imagine that those playlists are just music playlists instead of podcast playlists and, well well, remember, my, my dream is I want to play music on my podcast, and I want to not only be able to pay the artist uh, a split as someone is listening to their song by time code in my podcast, but also, why wouldn't she be able to immediately access that feed of, from that album that, that that track is on? Right. Yeah. So there's so a like lot. If it's a chapter link or something like that, just kick over to the... But, yeah, as an example. Yeah, as yeah. an example, sure. Mm-hmm. Or even slicker. I don't know. You know, add, yeah. add uh, a button. Add this song to my playlist. Um. Yes, I mean, there's there's different all kinds of different mediums. There's music, film, video, audio book. Uh, so, I mean, any one of those could have its so you know could have its own structure of the way that it needs to be. Even though they are all very similar. I mean, you, what do you use for your music? Me, Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Spotify. So, does it function the way you would you like it to? Do you, is it? I mean, that then take that model and say this is this is the stuff that I use it for. Mm-hmm. Aren't we are building stuff for ourselves? <laughs> We're not building it for anybody yeah. else. Um, oh, I, I have the you know I have the music app, and I can see it in my head. But I'm. I'm I guess what what do you think? I mean, do you think music apps? Or let me say say it this way: Do you think podcast apps would want to implement a music mode? Uh, or do you think they would just want to try to shoehorn it into the existing user interface? Well, the question is: Will they want to do music at all? Uh, that's the first question, and then I would say yeah. no. It, it doesn't make sense to shoehorn it into a podcast interface. You know, there's some differences. I don't know what they are. I mean, I'm still waiting for a big new difference in podcast apps. Although we've seen some very nice examples, 
mm-hmm. with you know ev- every app is unique and has unique features that that are user experience oriented, not just technical or features, but really how it functions, how it works, how you use it, and everyone's idea is different. So, um, I I think the music listening experience and the collecting. Of, of music experience and the sharing of music experience is different from podcasts. So okay. it would warrant some change in the existing app um, or, you know, like curio caster. Oh, here's music. Okay. It, it's clear to me. Now it, mm-hmm. it still kind of works the same, but at least I know what I'm, what I'm uh, okay. It's music. I got it. It's not podcast is music. Right. Even though I could find them through a podcast search, I could find them too. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't think I can answer your question as to what people want from the API because it seems like it's just all the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I think we'll figure it out as we go. And I think all all musicians who uh, put music on podcasting two point should do them live. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably not going to happen. Every song should be live. <laughs> Because, yeah. you know, Dave likes it. It doesn't matter if you mess up. Just stop. Pick the yeah, song stop. up. Start over again. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep <Yeah>. going. <laughs> don't, uh, don't you want to hear uh, Dave Jackson do, uh, don't you want to hear him jam live? You know, that would be a great podcast. He's a good guitar player. You get my point. <laughs> yes. I do get your point. Uh, the That's what I say. That's what I get for uh, for daring. Daring. daring well, no, 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 no. So, I mean, I think we have most of the pieces there right now. I, I, I'm not quite sure what happened. We were hot and heavy in discussion. We had Sam Means was in. I mean, any anything come back from any of those people? We has anybody looked at um, any deeper at the RSS feed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Michael uh, Michael Ree from uh, Wave Lake. He, ah, okay. Yeah, he's he's on the index now, and um, people. Yeah, people are definitely looking at it. We, these are people that are new to what's going on here. Okay. And they uh, it can take it can take a minute or two to get your footing. Yeah, and so I think I think everybody's just sort of going through now, trying to sort of digest what is going on and get their get their feet wet, and and sort of see because I mean it's, it's brand new, really. Even though music podcasting has been has been around, I mean, everybody clearly people have done it before on a limited basis, but now it's sort of like, okay, let's get serious about this thing. Let's create. Let's try to create infrastructure that will actually enable uh, music podcasting to be a true alternative to uh, record label podcasting mm. uh, or whatever you would want to call that. And I think for in order to do that, that requires people to be careful and do it and build it, build it, um, you know, build, build it with intentionality. So I think that that's really what's going on right now is people are trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean? And how do I, how do I take advantage of it in a way that makes sense? That's the uh, impression that I get. Ice Cube Soup in the chat asks a question. Okay. Why, why, why? Are we slowly building via a gradual, inevitable accumulation a dependency on a central single point of failure? Isn't avoiding this the entire point of the Podcasting 2.0 initiative? What, what is this single point of failure? The API? I, I, I guess. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, if, if the single point of failure that he's talking about is the, is the API, 
then that's that's not a single point of failure because we i mean all the api does is aggregate all the feeds um the feed the this data lives in the feed it doesn't right. live it only lives in the api because it first lived in the feed right so you can you can go out grab our database uh pull in uh okay he says yes the api and the fact that the index is the only place to use it well it's the only place to use it now yeah I mean, somebody has to build the first thing. Here's an idea: and, Ice Cube Soup. Grab a copy, set up a set up another uh, instance of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's only it only say it has to be built somewhere so we can figure out and work out all the bugs and work and figure out how the thing works. Then uh, I fully expect it that other directories and podcasts <laughs> within five years, Mark Andreessen will have given somebody <laughs> a couple hundred million dollars to take to take your code, Dave and, uh, and, uh, yeah. and have no success. Yeah. That's, that's the Silicon Valley way. They, you yeah. do all the work, you all the get work, all the you get nothing. Yeah. We take yes. all the money <laughs> and, we, yeah. and we give you nothing. No, I th- that's, that's the, I mean, this is just, this is just well, building. And, and, and to be fair about it, I mean, uh, I, my feeling is the backup to that is hive. It's pod ping. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah, there's there's things about PodPing that, or about Hive itself that you can discuss, but it doesn't really matter. There's a universal messaging bus for all podcasts. You can build a podcast app just using PodPing, just using PodPing. Um, yeah, I mean, like, and that's um, truly distributed. Has all the information, everything you need to know. It's right there. Uh, build your own API, right? Yeah, just yeah, build. I mean, it, well, I mean, what we're building, the the API exists. This oh, no, no, different. no. Ice Cube Soup wants a Docker image that he just loads up and everything works. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, God, you know, I've got a job. I mean, I, I, I actually yeah. I have a day job and kids, man. I got, I got, I got time for that. But, I, but I mean, even I'll, then, it's one like day. that's going to be very limited. I mean, that, that's a huge project to do that. Yeah, well, I mean, one day, one day it'll, one yeah, day it'll you, happen. You, you'll put 30 aggregators and all this stuff into one big Docker image. It would just make it a Linux <laughs> distro. We we run twenty we run twenty two servers. Yeah. Uh, so, but the uh, no, I I think that there's two different things happening here. There's um, there's the index. Well, this has always been the way it is. There's the index, and then there's the podcasting two point project. Mm-hmm. Podcasting 2.0, we're building protocols and for and formats and standards. That that's the thing that everybody can use. You don't need us. The index exists for one reason. Excuse me. Two reasons. It exists, number one, to give app podcast apps a place to hook into to get all their data from so they don't have to run their own infrastructure so they can bootstrap and not have to pay a fortune. Exactly. We, we help kickstart podcast apps. They can out, they're very free to outgrow us in the future if they want to. And ice cube soup. We do have a link to a copy of the database. Every week it's updated. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. yeah, Step one should be a link. Yeah. A link to the the database is on, is, is on the bottom of the homepage. Step step two, step two. Uh, for only about a hundred thousand dollars in donations, Dave could do this full time. Yeah, that's a, that's a small or, barrier. Or for how Mark about Andreessen. how about this? How about I call Mark and say, 
give me a hundred million dollars. We got a we got a whole thing to do here. Yeah, I'm just a little no, irked. I'm that. just a little irked by this. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other reason it's it's helping podcast apps bootstrap for free, and then the second reason is to be is to be scissors, and and have a place where these yeah. new things can be explored and Without, safely outside of committee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We build it, and then every look, look at all the people that are using uh, chapters and transcripts and all that kind of stuff now, and ingesting them. They all, every one of those features started with just the index supporting them. Now, lots of platforms are supporting them. It mm-hmm. radiates out. It'll it'll fix itself. Yeah, it'll take a while. It always some, does. At, at one point in time, Linus Torvalds was the only person running Linux. Yep. And then once you let it go, what happened? It it blossomed into a beautiful <laughs> baby. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, um, I mean, that, so that, yes, that is the point. And, may, and maybe we just stop here right now and just uh, let's let's thank the people who have supported the project. Oh, we're that far in yet? Yeah, we're wow. we're a mi- okay. uh, hour twelve into the show, and without a guest, it's just you and me talking about trucks and stuff. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, time is flying by. Well, you call me mid uh, eating a cherry. No, okay. that's okay. Oh, oh, how cute! He's eating a cherry. This is uh, mm-hmm. for those of you who are new. This is a value for value open project, which means anybody can access it, anybody can join, anybody can have an opinion, everybody can contribute. You can you can uh, use. I think all the code or a lot of most of it is open source. Our stuff certainly is mostly, and and other apps. And it's a great community. Uh, if you're if you're listening to the show, and you're not on podcastindex.social, You might want to follow uh adam or dave there or if you want to have an account uh, send us an email and uh we'll uh we'll uh, we'll send you an invite so you can hop right in um you just heard we've got servers we've got uh infrastructure that we're maintaining and we need as much help as possible to maintain that we got uh, uh liquidity on our node we're bootstrapping you're so right we're bootstrapping podcast app developers we're bootstrapping value for value podcasters and we're really i think i think the track is right here you know i'm very proud that we have this incredible um momentum so much so that you know the guys with hundreds of millions of dollars think oh man we can't do anything until five years from now you know and then and then what there's people are going to move no <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, the whole infra- look at all the hosting companies who are adding um, namespace tags. It's really fantastic, and yeah, it's been you know we're coming up on two years, but yeah, I mean, it's surprising how fast this has gone. Really, yeah, no, it's 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 going very quick. So, yeah. you, so you can um, go to podcastindex.org down at the bottom. Uh, there's a link if you want to give us your fiat fund coupons. We do appreciate those, um, certainly because people realize the numbers are the numbers. Uh, but, of course, we also love your boostograms, your streaming sats, everything. And part of the deal is we thank you when you send something. And we thank you by reading your boostogram or your note. We sure do. And we got uh, zero PayPal uh, weekly donations this week. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> zero PayPal None. donations. 
Zero. Okay. Well, that is the auto. What you what you just played is the audio equivalent of an old man trying to pee, and and it's just the stream which won't get started. You know, it's just like yeah. Well, that's Metis, so <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he's flattered. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we got ze- we got zero. So okay, that's no, we got plenty. We got we got plenty a good list of monthlies, but. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess the last show was bad. That's the only thing I can think of. Uh, uh well, uh, it'll take two more shows to uh, to evaluate, but uh if yeah, mm-hmm. if people don't supply the value then oh, it's, it's very easy and then then in my mind they're not getting enough value out of it, so we have to figure out what provides more value. Guess so. Uh but we do have we do have boosts. So we have plenty of boosts. Okay. Which is which is good. Yes, um, we need boosts. We've got Auburn Citadel, 49,490 sats. Oh, nice, nice. He does, he does that a bunch. I'm not, uh, he needs to tell us what the numerology is. What's the number again? 49,490. Hmm. 49,490. Yeah, so uh, through Fountain, and he says, go podcasting. Yes. uh, The only thing I could find. Go podcasting! Is the forty nine four ninety heavy duty air filter? <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just going to stick my neck out and say that's not it. No, I, I, mean, I think you're right. Um, the uh, I'm doing this actually from Mutt, the email. Oh, app, so. look at you! Would yeah, you like I'm my Would right. you like my dot Mutt RC file so you <laughs> yeah. can have all the cool? F- I have spent years developing that thing. I would actually love that, please. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, I want your macros, man. There's a macros. lot of cool macros that I've got in there. Sure, I'll send it to you. No problem. Yeah, oh, that'd be killer. I'm going to drop it in. Since when are you um, using Mutt? What happened? Since a week ago. You um, lot, you know, that curry's onto something. Let me try this Mutt thing again. Here's the here's the funny thing, is the I use FastMail for our podcastindex.org email accounts. Mm-hmm. FastMail's web interface cannot handle emojis really it, it just doesn't show them at all <laughs> they always come through as like uh, these weird uh like encoded, yeah, encoded yeah. Yeah. junk mutt handles them perfectly I, well it's also the terminal you're using yeah well i mean well fa- fast mail's web interface you would think it could handle an emoji it's a website. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> and but but my command line can handle it better than the website oh, can. Maybe they thought you know fast mail. If we don't render the emojis, it'll be even faster. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it is faster yeah. because I stopped using All it. All right. Um, so uh, Mary Oscar, Oscar, also known as Oscar Mary, yes, sent us ten thousand sats. Thank you. Through Fountain, mm-hmm. and he says. Hey, listen, Mary, stop sending test boosts from the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He stopped the one, the 10 sat boost and he turned it in 10,000. Thank you, brother. That's cool. Uh, boost. Yeah. And he's working on some cool stuff too. Well, maybe we'll, he'll let, maybe he'll let us talk about that later. Yeah. We'll have to have him on if he wants to talk about it. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, oh, Albert Citadel back with 4949 and he says, uh, tripping over scissors. <laughs> oh, I guess that was, yes, yeah, make the scissor over. sound, Dave. Scissor sound. Yeah. Oh, scissors. Oh, you got me. Wait. Run over there and pick him up there and run it. back. <laughs> ah, nice, sharp, nice and sharp. I, I was on the, I was on the, uh, the polishing wheel before the show, getting, mm. them, you know, getting them all fired up. So, uh, Kyron, mere mortals, nine thousand and ninety 
uh, sats through CurioCaster. He says, a, f- a friend asked me the other day why I dislike Spotify so much. I can just, <laughs> I can just, uh, <laughs> I can hear his friend saying, Hey, Kyron, why do you dislike Spotify so much? And he says, I stuck with the advertisements and the dodgy marketing practices, but this episode has added a whole new set of weapons to the arsenal. <laughs> Chatting with Sir Spencer on Mere Mortals has also made me super excited about decentralized music and the coming demise of the music tyranny. <laughs> He's optimistic that Kyron is, but yes, yeah, is. that is the idea. And I, there's no reason we can't do it at all. Agreed. Yeah, just need to, need to jump in, build some apps um, and stuff. Dion uh, sent us 999 sats, and he or she says, uh, hello, creator, reaching out. <laughs> How you doing, Booster? Hello, creator. Okay. Hello, Booster. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, St- Stephen B., I think this was, uh, this may have been uh, during the show. He says, uh, hey, guys, I wish there was a way to, for fans to reach out to oh, their right. favorite creators. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see what my, I'm out of, I'm out of sequence here. Oh, here we go. The, the, this is the danger of mud. Okay. So, uh, value for value, no ad freedom boost from George Orwell. One, 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 one boost. Thank you. Thank, thank you, George. Um, oh, I'm dinging. I'm so out of whack here. Not. I mean, mutt is, uh, it is definitely for the experienced. So if you're, if you're experiencing some issues. So here's my experience. Here's what I expected to experience. I expected to experience that when I hit the down arrow key, I go to the next email, but that's Uh-oh. not what. I- oh, you need <laughs> to hit J. It's JK. JK, brother. JK, not yeah. down arrow. Down arrow takes you to a whole nother thing. Da- yeah. Okay. So and, if, is- and if you want to read more, it's the return key. course it is why are you laughing at me why are you no, laughing no. I, i'm laughing at mutt because you know everybody would expect that the de- that to go to the next email you would hit j <laughs> who would ever think that that's the case okay all right uh hold on i gotta uh, here you go don't laugh why are you all laughing <laughs> shut up shut up shut up um so Dion sent us another one. He says, uh, 999 sats. He says, juicy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> juicy indeed. Sats. Yeah. Uh, Cass Peeland sent us uh, 7,380 sats and he's, uh, through fountain. He says, okay, okay. Bitcoin is low. Double boost. Keep, keep promoting the only fan. Uh, Oops. Keep, well, wait, how's it? Oh, oh I, see, I see. I see. Keep promoting the only fans girls. One day, one day, one day, I can directly boost them just for that, just for their ads, and look at their profile. Ha ha! Sorry, I can't handle Jensen. Maybe look into his work one day. Uh, one day again. Thanks for the work. Is is he talking about the Jensen podcast? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. That is that a well known podcast in? Uh, oh yeah. In the, oh yeah. Very, Dutchy. Yeah, very well known and very uh, polarizing. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Uh, was it uh, Pete who uh, who posted a short audio of his test, his first test of the Roadcaster Pro Mark II, I think? And oh, I didn't see it. Didn't yeah, see and it. he said that there seems to be some latency. He says, Ooh. I hear my voice like a little bit later. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's bad. That's, that's very place. bad if, if there's actual latency. Like, he demonstrated something like, oh, that. I'm going to send it back if it has that. Apparently, it's yeah. running on Linux, the whole thing. 
Oh, okay. Which wouldn't well, surprise me. Man, that would be a deal killer. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, we got, uh, oh, wait, hang on a second. <laughs> hang, on, hang on a second. Time out. Stop the show. Stop the show. Okay. Well, no, this is what you like, right? So you like it when people mess up. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, like, for real, stop the show because my kids just started playing drums. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, we will temporarily pause. All right. So, so uh, now, wait a minute. This is the, this is the one with the broken femur? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. back on the drums already? Yeah, he is. No, he's, he's in physical therapy. He's doing good. Oh, I'm, well, I'm happy to hear that because I was kind of thinking about that. It's like, you know, if you got stuff messed up, I don't know what that's like to get back behind the drums. Yeah, when he first did it, it scared me to death. I was like, oh, my God, what, what are you doing? And he's like, no, it's fine. It feels fine. I was okay. like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like, that wasn't yeah, my drumstick that cracked, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I was, uh, yeah, I was sitting there reading a donation note, and I hear Funk Master J up there. Hitting, hitting. <laughs> That's all right. We barely heard it. Uh, oh, yeah. N- uh, Niall sent us five sats. Ooh. Five what? Sets. What's Niall? What the hell? Boost. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, his his message says boost with an exclamation point. That doesn't fit. No, it that, doesn't. Take the exclamation point away. Yes. Boost. That's your boost right there. Uh, Cole McCormick sent us 333 sets and he says, waiting for Fountain to, to lit it up. I want to listen live. Okay, okay well. well I, I, I'm pretty sure uh, it's being worked on. Uh, user, <laughs> here's a, here's a uh, boost from user seven zero six five one two three eight three eight six two six. Yes. He says, uh, it's 500 sats. And he says from your friends at issue, issue, I S U E Y O U.com. I mean, is this, is this going to like take over? Is this, is this spam buffer overflow? My wait, I S U. What is it? I S U E. One S? Uh, yeah. I sue you. It's not issue. It's I sue you.com. Oh, <laughs> I sue you.com. <laughs> Let's see. What, <laughs> okay. I went to I see you, sue you.com and it gives me nothing. It's a park domain. Yeah. It's pretty uh, funny. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for wasting our time. Yeah. Thanks, user704 or whatever. Uh, C Mike comes in with 5678. Dave didn't know J and K were down and up in mutt. Those two keys do the same thing in fast mail. Dave needs remedial email training. Wait a second. Yeah, do they C, for real? C Mike has always got an attitude. Oh, they do. <laughs> it's the universal Unix way, brother. J and K. It's universal. It's not. For what? For up and down. It, it's it's uh, H for left, J for uh, down, K for up, L for right. Where have you been? Clearly not. Clearly not on the command line. Uh, uh, I think it's. Isn't this the same in VI as well? Yeah, it's the same in VI. Well, I don't use VI. Well, neither I do I. I'm an Emacs Nano. guy now. Huh. Oh, you converted to Emacs? <laughs> oh yeah, I've been I've been using Emacs for months. Oh well. Well, I and, feel I, and I like it because I started with the, the GUI client. So if you don't know a command, you can go to the menu bar and find it. And then you, know, you do that three times and then you remember the, the shortcut. Well, I've had a hot key awakening. All right. So, <laughs> uh, one, uh, 150,000 sats from Chad Farrow. Whoa. He says, boosting the dip. Yeah, whoa. Hello. Boost. 
Thank you. Oh, did you drop an extra penny in there? That was a sat. Oh, okay. Satoshi. Gotcha. Satoshi. It's one of those big coins with a B on it. That's, By the uh, way, that you um, see on Twitter. I use, I have one of those. Do you? I, I went back the other day because I had it in like a humidor box that I've had in the closet for years. Like, mm-hmm. let me go look at that thing. So don't tell me that maybe there's like, that's, that someone gave that to me. What if there's an actual Bitcoin in there? What if there's like a private key <laughs> or seed, seed, uh, seed words on the coin? And I went back and I studied. So, oh, no. Okay. No. X, X-ray it. Maybe it's on the inside. I've been using uh, Rainloop recently for web-based mail because I, I, I have to use some web mail. Mm-hmm. Rainloop is very cool. It, it's just a it's a it's a it's a web shell that runs and it connects through IMAP to any email server and it and it also has shortcuts. Are they keyboard uh, J shortcuts? And K? Well, interestingly, no. <laughs> interestingly, they're not. Yeah, I'm very disappointed by that. They have yeah, down have arrow. To- it's like, oh, come on, guys. But I've sent uh, the developers a note. Said, can we put the J and K in there? Well, I didn't know. I would have put that into the river navigation years ago if you'd have told me in uh, in frame controller. Well, the river no navigation is also nice because you hit right arrow, it goes to the next item. You hit down arrow, it goes to the next feed. Yes. See, this is right. I, I now as a human have a map of all these these key key uh, short shortcuts of all I different think, apps. I think you're a savant when it comes to shortcut keys. No lie. I mean, you ha- you know shortcut hotkeys for so many different apps. Because it, it's so much faster than moving the mouse. Yeah. I, I'm, it's like I, tr- I try to learn them, but I, I have no capacity to, to remember them all. It's like um, Hindenburg, which is the – I love Hindenburg editing software. Um, it Now, it interestingly, it, it uses uh, JKL. So L is, I can't do it now, obviously I'm recording on it, is mm-hmm. to uh, just play forward and you let go of the L, it stops. You can hit space bar and it plays. Uh, but if you press L and K, then it'll triple the speed. So you can rock through it, you can rock to a spot or J for, for backwards and you add the K and it speeds up. So yeah, uh, I mean, I, okay. I, I love these things. It's just so, it makes life so much easier. Thank you, Chad Farrow, for boosting the dip with 150,000. Appreciate yeah, that's that, very brother. cool, man. Uh, Chad Farrow again, thirty three, thirty three through Fountain, and he says this shit is lit. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yes, it is. Pew pew pew. pew. Uh, Nomad Joe sent us two thousand sats through Fountain, and he says uh, Spotify who? <laughs> exactly. uh, Floydian slips. Floydian slips through Fountain, and he sent us four thousand five hundred sixty seven sats, and he says advertising podcasting for value podcast one idiot's attempt at starting a value for value podcast oh yeah that's right yeah uh 3333 sats from carolyn and carolyn through us through curiocaster carolyn says the safest podcast that runs with scissors boost 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 boobery sent us 11,111 sats uh through fountain and he says what have you been most grateful for during the build of podcasting 2.0 what have you been most grateful for? What have you been most grateful for? Mm, I think it's like everything else in life. I think uh, I think the thing I'm always most grateful for, no matter what you get involved in, is just the relationships that you end up building with people. Um, not purely the friendships and stuff and the relationships, but all, but 
the nature of the working relationship where you where you learn that you can you know work with somebody to build something new and to create something new i think i think you learn things about each other and about yourself i, th- I think it's just the uh, i think it's the the metaphysical part of it more than just the actual uh, building of it but i mean when you stand back of course you know i'm um, proud of the work, but it's, if the question is, what are you most grateful for? I would, I would say just the shared work itself. I agree. I also like that in 20 years, we can all look back and we'll say, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody and every, every single person who works on this project will say, I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is my true belief that the work we are all doing is very important. It's really important for, and I'm just going to go there for the future of the world. Uh, when you uh, when you hear how stuff is being clamped down and just you you can't talk. No, we are we are the resistance. Viva la revolution! <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point because uh, I think I firmly believe, like what we talked about at the beginning, that. Or as Dave from X-22 says, I do believe. I do believe <laughs> that when that the tide is going to turn at some point and it's going to complete, we're going to have given these tools to all the wrong people, to a bunch of douchebags who think that we are the, that, that humanity is stupid and that they're, they're the smart ones and that, that thing's going to flip and it's going to bite everybody in the rear. And at that moment, Everybody's going to be very thankful that we built the that we built also an open safety valve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the revolution Macintosh. here it is. The revolution will be lit. <laughs> oh, I like it. That's a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a T. That's a good T. You know what we need? We podcast movement. When we go there in Dallas, we're going to need to take some T-shirts with us, probably, or some stickers or something. And uh, um, we'll exchange those for sexual favors. Uh, you, what you do in your own time is your business. I mean, you feel <laughs> well, we're sharing a room, Dave. I don't know what, what you're talking about. I mean, okay, what you do in, your, in my time is my business. Yes. <laughs> we're on a budget. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dave, uh, see, uh, Macintosh sent us 10,000 sats and he says, can I get a little love for my podcast? Generational wealth with cryptocurrency. Yeah. Boost. Yeah. I just posted episode 55 last night and trying to get the sat flywheel turning. Go podcasting. Yes. That's the one I think we just, now Go we're podcasting. I think we hit the live uh, boostograms there. Uh, this one was from June seventeenth at eleven thirty-five a.m. Huh. Okay. That that was a pre a pre show boost pre lit. Um. Okay. I know you don't have this one. <laughs> uh, Doctor Dub. Three hundred thousand sats. What is this? The one I hit the button for. Yes. Baller, shot caller, 20-inch blades on the Impala. Holy crap, thank you. Uh, from Robert, let's see, this is from Robert Wiley. Thank you all, thank you for all you're doing. I've posted what I've learned from this podcast. Sir Spencer and Josh Chen on the website musiccasting.org oh, to help at, onboard musicians. That. Yeah, I looked yeah. at that this morning. It's very cool. Uh, I printed it out and I had it in my notes to talk about today. I'm going to put it in the show notes, musiccasting.org. Hold on. Okay. It includes links to my four albums and a lecture on how Podcasting 2.0 and Value for Value offer new opportunities for musicians. Hold on a second. Why, is this, why does this keep ringing here? 
Oh, it's ring. <laughs> I see. I'm sorry. It's ringing here. Let me stop this. There what it is. was it? Oh, it's uh, someone's calling me on signal, and I oh. I saw the phone <laughs> pop up, and I'm like, why do I hear it on my computer? Duh, because I had signal open on my computer. That's why. Well, I, should, I should read that note again. Then. Yes, please uh, do. Yes, it's from Robert Wiley. Uh, 300,000 sats is what he gave us, and he says, thank you for all you're doing. I've posted what I've learned from, the po- from this podcast. Sir Spencer and Josh Chen on the website musiccasting.org to help onboard musicians. It includes links to my four albums and a lecture on how Podcasting 2.0 and Value for Value offer new opportunities for musicians. Nice. I'm, I'm going to put in uh, music casting. Is it two C's? Musiccasting.org? I think it is. Uh, yes. Okay. Music yeah, I'm going, to put, I'm going to put that in the show notes. I wonder this, if, this, uh, this, by the way, is the stuff that makes it work. You know, thinking uh-huh. that you're going to do it with the marketing department or anything like that, it's not how it works. <laughs> this is this. We need the people. The people need to stand up and do this. Uh, we should have them on the show. Okay, let's do it. Why not? Yeah. All, all the music. We need. We need to pull all the music guys in on the show. Okay, it's important. Um, thank you, uh, Robert. Really appreciate that. Um, Mer- uh, Merlin. Sent us uh, through Fountain, sent us 11,000 sats. And he says, <laughs> Dave is a chubby guy in my mind. Okay. Nah. <laughs> I'm a husky. Uh, husky. Let me see. That's wrong. Bombshell. No. Yeah. That's no, wrong. That's, that's, it's, that's quite wrong. No. Uh, comic strip blogger, The Delimiter, 15,033 oh. 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 sats. Comic strip. Comic strip. Comic strip blogger. Comic strip. Comic strip. Comic strip. Blogger. Comic strip. Comic strip. Comic strip. Comic strip. Blogger. Sing along. Comic strip. Comic strip. Blogger. I might as well give him some props. He's been supporting uh, the show every single episode. Greetings from Euro Trash Continent to Podcasting 2.0 team. <laughs> Hello, Euro Trash Continent. Dave Jones, uh, Euro Trash Incontinent. These oh, Dave yeah. Jones and AC. Is podcastindex.org ESG compliant? Uh, <laughs> are we are we ESG compliant? I think we are. Um no, we would lose on a lot of fronts. Uh, where we win on the uh, saving the earth with Podping, we totally lose due to lack of uh diversity. Uh, we so we're just two white dudes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, we're There straight. you go. Mhm. And I also have two trucks that combine for a total of less than 30 miles per the gallon. (laughs) You're really a very bad man. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, episode 33 of our podcast, AI.Cooking, about artificial intelligence is dropping this Monday. Oh, you don't say. It is spoken by Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from Kent. Also known as Goof. <laughs> Not, no, I was I was informed. That people, cause I kept saying GWFF. No, it's Guff. It's just Guff. Okay, Guff. <laughs> okay, it's spoken by Guff. Guff. So you're welcome to relish it. Yo, that's right. Uh, All right. Let me uh, hand out a uh, boost. Maybe one of these. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. That the- pop you heard from Fauci. That's a popping off a can of relish. Relish. So you can relish it. Ooh, are you eating relish now after your cherry? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand your diet, Dave. No. I have uh, pita chips. Mmm. Yum. My, 
I have so by the time I get home from my lunch, so when I I leave the office at twelve, get here at twelve fifteen, start the show at twelve thirty. So my lunch usually consists of a plate of stuff I can rapidly grab out of the fridge and dump onto a single plate on the way into the the podcast. I got uh, you, brother. I got the you. booth. The booth, the booth. <laughs> into the podcast booth. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. That's, that's any uh, any monthly PayPal's? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully, yes. we had some monthly PayPal's. No, we got some monthly. Okay. We're, we're good. Um, Terry Keller, five dollars. Thank you, Terry. Soren uh, Hugger Miller, five dollars. Chris Cowan, five dollars. Jeffrey Rutherford, five dollars. Jeremy Cavanaugh, ten dollars. Alex Gates, the podcast consultant, twenty five dollars. Thank you, Alex. Paul Paul Saltzman. $22.22. Thank you, Paul. PayPal Ducks. Is that a, is that Sir Paul? Mm, oh, there's a couple of Sir Pauls. I, it could okay. be. I don't, I, I don't remember. Damon Kasajak, $15. Uh, David Norman, he of Hypercatcher Studio, is $25. Derek J. Visker, $21. Thank you, Derek. Uh, Jeremy Gerds, $5. Thomas Sullivan Jr., $5. Timothy Hudgens, my buddy. $25 and David would find $3. That's all right, everybody. Thank you so much. Again, value for value. Um, whatever you get out of the project, whatever you get out of the podcast, just assign a number to it and send that in. Keep the project going, please. So we don't have to go begging at Mark Andreessen's door. Although that would make everybody really rich. I just want to point it out again. <laughs> True. I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep pestering with this. SPAC. SPAC. Is yes. Right. <laughs> We're going for a spack, full on spack. Now, really, it up. really appreciate it. Uh, of course, we we like time, talent, and treasure. So, uh, even if you're not participating in sending uh, value through treasure, uh, time and talent are highly appreciated. There's a lot of people who do a lot of great things for podcasting 2.0. Uh, even just uh, telling people about it is incredibly helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. Evangelizing, please, and uh, and let us know if you need any help. How can we help evangelize? We'll get our uh, crack marketing team on it right away. Go to <laughs> yeah. podcastindex.org down at the bottom. Uh, you can also send on-chain Bitcoin, which once set up, no one has done. <laughs> it's always the fun. Hey, man. Hey, man. If only you set up an on-chain uh, Bitcoin donation QR code, I could donate. But since you didn't, uh, and then you do it, and then uh, you never hear from them again. Let me go. Let me check the tally coin. I didn't actually check that. Let's see. Isn't that the way it always goes? It's like, uh, man, if you would only do so-and-so, I would do, I would, you know, I would get involved or help out and then you do it and they never show up. It's always, well, with no agenda, what we've learned is there is a category of people. It's not big, but the, but they're around and, uh, and the, it goes like this. They're always, I was going to donate, but you said something that really pissed <laughs> sure. me off. This sure. happens all the time. Well, I can't donate now. I was mm. contemplating how much to send. Now I'm thinking, should I send anything at all? <laughs> I had my finger over the mouse. But it was the so close. A uh, couple of belated uh, uh, lit boosts. Boostagram from Mitch from uh, Podverse. Uh, he's got hey. a, a full-on row of ducks, 22,222. Looking forward to seeing y'all at Podcast Movement Dallas. I might need a new Podcasting 2.0 t-shirt because I don't fit in the small anymore. Oh, Welcome to uh, independent development, uh, Mitch. That's exactly what happens. Welcome to working yeah. from home. <laughs> that's what all that. That's what all that ramen and Snickers bars will do to you. 
Uh, and see, Mike, uh, 1768 sats blowing the balance of my Curio Caster sats wallet. Uh, Careful. Yes. And he says, Marco, colon, I am impatiently awaiting the addition of more podcasting 2.0 features in Overcast, and I'm willing to test the alphas and betas if you need a human listener to help with QA and UAT tasks. I cannot wait to boost the boardroom chat from Overcast. Go podcasting. Uh, I don't think... Go uh, podcasting! about value for value boosting from overcast anytime soon marco doesn't seem to uh i don't think he's interested in that at this mo- at this point in time yeah. but yeah, chapter, the, I heard chapter, other features yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah other features for sure yep is, uh, that, is, that, a, is that it we got because i i want to talk about something i did for this is a lot of no agenda tube work because Alex was busy this week uh, adding features to NA Tube, and one thing that's been an issue has been adding um, value blocks. People claiming it in their podcaster wallet because yes. he did not support email. Yes. Well, now now he supports email, but it brought up so that's that's a solved issue. But now um, it brought up this other question, and. It's, it goes like this. Alex provides a service that is bandwidth and processor intensive. Video transcoding, video live streaming, mm-hmm. uh, video storage. So a peer tube instance is not a cheap thing to run and operate, clearly. Um, if you get any popularity at all, you could be looking at quickly hundreds up into the, you know, four or five digits a month if you don't keep a check on it. So it brings up this idea. So if, if I'm, take a, let's just make up, uh, uh, let's talk about No Agenda Tube itself. Uh, so Texas Slim put a bunch of videos on there. Well, if Texas Slim's videos get very popular and a lot of people start watching them, um, then Alex is serving the bandwidth. Uh, and let's just imagine that Texas Slim, now Texas Slim did put a value block in there, but let's just say he didn't. Uh, if they, if this happens and somebody's, and a bunch of videos gets popular and this website gets popular and there's no value for value in it and the, and the creators don't put value for value blocks in their feeds, then then there would be no opportunity for streaming sats for Alex. Correct. So what I did was as an experiment was put in, uh, we're trying to devise this solution. And ultimately what we wanted to do is be something like, like a dot well-known URL mm-hmm. so that no agent, so that when, when the index sees a video of no agenda coming from no agenda tube.com when it sees that as the feed URL source, it could go and check at no agenda tube.com slash dot well dash known slash some URL and where, where at this special URL, the owner of no agenda tube.com would then have constructed a way to tell uh, podcast platforms and, and apps such as the index that they want to get this particular percentage of a fee. 
So mm-hmm. then the index would see that and begin to add a podcast, a value block to every video that is served, um, every video we know about from noagendatube.com, begin to add a value block in there that only has a fee percentage for noagendatube.com. So essentially these are value blocks without the creator in it. And the re and and it's a direct funding for the platform serving the video rather than the creator. And you want now, the in, you, you want the index to to insert that uh, that split? Yes, like it's it's do, we're doing it now as just a way to test this whole thing out. And so my question is uh, so like right now, if you go to uh, uh, Alex's live, uh, let me see if his is on there. Well, he's got he's got a value block set up. Let me, I, you know what, Texas Slim may not. Let me look up Beef Initiative. Uh, no, I don't he, no, think so. No, the, okay, go look for Beef. Search for Beef Initiative in Podcast Index, and you'll see that the only split in there. Because he never claimed, he has not yet claimed the podcaster wallet for yeah. There's, there's channel. this is not the best example. The Texas Slim uh, uh, feed, okay. Uh, because I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons for that. Okay, there's a million people have been managing this stuff, and it was claimed incorrectly. And let me see, beef initiative. All right, yeah. Right. Yeah, so the- yeah, yeah, I see it. Well, so here here's my here's here's my my initial response to what is happening. I think it's a bad yeah. idea for podcast index to be inserting anything. Okay. Um why This is my question, the ethics of this and, yes. and all the things that go. Around. Why doesn't uh no agenda so for my money, I would say if you want to host on podcast index, here's the deal. Your feed will include a split for no agenda tube, whether you claim your wallet or not, whether you are doing value for value or not, and he can insert that into the feeds he creates. And uh, um, and I presume, well, I mean, it just comes down to how he wants to run that. Uh, it, Breeze is an interesting example. Where you cannot get any old podcasts in Breeze. It has to be value for value enabled. Uh, mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you say, hey, you want to you use uh, uh, no agenda tube? Then you have to have a wallet. You have to have it enabled. And, uh, and the uh, no agenda tube needs to take this percent. Why, why let any freebies in? Yeah, that that's kind of the that's yeah that was the old screw the whole thing screw that no freebies but but it should be the feed should be the the source of truth should be the feed I I it seems technically I understand why it makes sense to do it this way I think it puts us in a spot we may not want to be in so that that was we'll see think about it though okay I think I may we may have missed this this part. Is that this is not, yes, you could put it in the feed, but here the the other way that we thought about doing it was that noagendatube.com creates the file in the dot well known 
say, expressing to all platforms that whenever that platform supports value for value, that what they want is a 1% split or whatever this, you know, 20% or whatever this thing is. So that we are, we are getting the information from the platform. It's not coming through the feed, but we're still not just making it up willy nilly. Like yeah, it's but that's, from but you can't, but it's not the source of truth. We have one source of truth the feed. Why can't it just be put into the feed? Um, it could, but I could, I could, if you, I could see, I could see draw, um, it could in this instance because there is a feed. I can imagine things in the future of other value for value things that aren't feed based. What, what I mean, I'm just pushing back because you know this is no, this is good. This is good. Um, uh, I might have to think about this a little bit more, but it just seems like. Why? Why would anyone trust us? I mean, of course we're we're good guys, yeah. but why would anyone trust us to be determining predetermining splits and then you know and then we're going to have to do it for everybody else because we can't just say oh no that's only for NA two well I want to have uh, a ten percent uh, automatic split put in and I want to well see he, he, okay so here's th- here's the thinking that originates this thing is that the and, and I know you agree with this. The va- the the platform needs to get paid too. Whether or not the creator gets paid, the platform can independently make a decision that they want to um, that they want to make a value for value play themselves. Sure. And so, since I've chosen to upload my video content to, um to your you know your videos are awesome.com that that me entitles that I'm you know that I'm making that agreement with them that they can they can do their own thing and they're and I'm just using their platform so they're wanting to so you you know your awesome videos.com wants to uh, make a value for value play for themselves and they need to be able to express in some way to the world that they what they would like uh, to cover their costs is 20% is a 20% fee. And so if it's in the feed, if they are a and service, l- l- that- let's just distinguish split or fee, because that's two different things. And we need to be very fee. clear. So that's fee. on top of everything else, a 20% fee fee. Yes. So, in, so not a part of the split. It's a 20% fee, right? So it's a, it's a, it's a fee split. It's it's exactly what Podcast Index does through our API. We add ourselves. I know, but hold on a second, because there's there's right. a fee this, that you have a split of the hundred percent, and there's a fee which is charged on top of the hundred percent. Right. This is a fee. This is a fee on top of the one hundred percent. Uh. Well, it's it. And this here. Well, here's the thing. Going going back to this example of a video that exists on on this service that doesn't have a value that where the creator has never put in a value block. I, I, yes, I understand. I'm just saying there's a difference between uh, a, a 20% split in the value block and a 20% fee, because that is technically, I, if I understand it properly, that is technically something different in value for value. Yes. So why a fee 
of 20% on top of whatever the creator asks or doesn't ask at all versus, uh, hey, uh, if you're not interested, I'm taking 100%. If you're interested, we need minimum 20. If not, get off of no agenda tube. I think it's because of the expectations of the way, because what, what it is, is a fee. It's not a share of the revenue. Like when you say, I want to take a split, that implies that the creator had something to do with it. If you're taking a fee, that's a fee for the service. I think it's a matter of like language around the whole thing of doing it. Uh, Cause, cause they end up being the same, like a 20%. If you take a 20% split and that's the de facto standard for that service, the 20% split and a and a fee of twenty percent are going to get you the same thing, but it's a it's more appropriately a fee than a split, because using the service, the service is charging a fee for the usage of the service, or asking for a fee, not charging, but asking for a fee. Okay, I think ultimately it ends up being the same, but the fee wording is seems more appropriate. Well, the reason it's not the same is it's one thing. Um to use an app and get four or five percent as a user, as a listener or a viewer, it's mm-hmm. another than it's like, well, wait a minute, this is 20% more than I sent. I mean, that's, I don't know, maybe that's just semantics for right now because we're still at the should know, should the index be maintaining this information? And how do we go? Where's our source of truth? We have to call up Alex. Is it still 20%? What if he? I mean, he he'll no. Need- it's dynamic. It's, it's, it's see in in this with the dot well known and, and like I said, this this is just this is all just batting ideas around. Um, the the dot well known thing he controls it, so at any moment he can change it himself. The next time we check it, we'll see the change and adjust our fee and adjust what we put back in. And now see because it is we're never. It's never a manual process. It's 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 him setting the thing. Just like um, it's it's just works just like LNURL, where you hit the you hit the web, you hit the dot well known, and it dynamically creates a creates a an invoice for you. Except in this instance, we hit the dot well known every let's just say every ten minutes, and see that oh the fee has changed and now we start serving a different fee for the for everything on this platform may not be a good idea but well how does podcast index work do we get is our fee hard-coded in our fee has always been hard-coded at one percent yeah but who's who takes it out i don't know it's honor system it's a anybody can do it if they don't even have to they don't have to do it we just ask for it Right, we ask for it, but when the API serves it up, if someone does not, if someone has changed their value block in their feed, they can take us out. No, no, we always in, we insert ourselves into it, no matter what. Oh. If they have us in it, we don't insert ourselves. If right. they don't have us in it, we insert ourselves at one percent. <clears throat> and that's so. It's just a diff. It's a difference between like like no. No agenda two may not be the the perfect example because you're right. He could just put a fee split in himself in the XML. Um, but you can imagine scenarios where there would be other services, or maybe somebody just goes straight to the page, or views the video, 
maybe they just get a link to a direct link to the MP4 and they never see the feed. There's all these scenarios you can think of in the value for value future where a dot well known address to express a fee is would be helpful. But it doesn't make any difference if you just go to the <clears throat> to the website and you're playing without a, a value enabled player, it doesn't matter. And who's who no one pays for it then. Yeah, but imagine a value enabled you know, imagine imagine uh, get Alby. Yeah. So get get Alby, you have the extension in your browser and you go and watch a video on noagendatube.com with a direct link to the MP4. Mm-hmm. There's no possibility to have any metadata in that video that it would express that. But what if there's a dot well-known uh, URL scheme that would express this this desire to the getalbi.extension, and getalbi could check that every time it goes to a URL, it could check with the service and say, "Hey, do you do you um, you know what's what's your fee rate?" And then it could display to the user watching the video, you know, hey, this service. Right, but uh, you could get that from the feed as well. And if we, and, no, and if we got no it from the feed, the that's my problem. Yeah, yeah but, well, but my Get Albie example just a second ago, there was no feed involved. There was no feed. It's a direct link to the MP4. So imagine I signal chat. I get in. No, I, I, I understand, I, but then yeah. I still don't understand why why this has to why this. There's, a, I'm not understanding it. What I what I think I'm hearing is you want to make sure Alex Gates doesn't get screwed on bandwidth costs. I want to make sure that we're not trying to do stuff to wrangle that into uh, you know. It, it, hosting is a very 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 complicated business. For exactly these reasons, I don't know if what you're proposing is going to solve this problem. I'm I'm making it confusing because I'm I'm really talking about multiple things at once. So, the you're correct. The first thing I'm talking about is that I don't want to see Alex get screwed, or Alex or anybody else that runs a service like this get screwed because people begin to use their service and it gets popular. But most of them are not doing value for value. Um, I want them, people like Alex that run these services, to be able to do their own value for value, no matter no matter right. what the so, creator. So the first does. thing I would do is I would shut down the web access, because what's going to happen is exactly what already is happening: is oh, free service. Let me upload my shit here. That's right. exactly what happens. So. And and why? Because oh look, I can watch it here, and I can watch my live stuff here. First thing I do is, hey, you want to watch these videos? This is for podcasting 2.0. Here's how it works. Every feed has a, a X amount, twenty percent fee, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and uh, if if you don't want to receive your value for value, no problem. We'll take we'll take our twenty percent, or we'll take all a hundred percent, or whatever you want. Here's how you adopt adopt it. Here's how you get a wallet. Here's how you do all these other things. We've got to stop the freeloading. The freemium, Agreed. the freeloading stuff, that's for advertising. If he wants to do advertising, then you can give stuff away for free. There's no free lunch. So I, I don't even think he should have the web interface open right now at all. Well, see, I mean, that's that's one approach, but then you but there's still there's still the idea you know, that there's still the idea of if I just take a direct link to the MP4, 
video and send you a, the URL and you open it in your browser, your browser is going to play it. No, I understand. But and then there's no, there's literally no way to find out what the value, value for value is. is not just a technology. It's a programming concept. It's a monetization model. You have to uh, explain it to your audience. You have to get the, the audience to play along. You can't just say, okay, we've, we've locked it all down. It's going to work. It won't work. Well, if that's the case, then it won't work for platforms at all. Well, it depends on what you mean by a platform. Well, a, a service like No Agenda Tube, if you, well, but if, because it, no, no Agenda Tube can't express within the content that, that idea. Well, okay, but what you're saying is there's a, there's a percentage of people who listen to this very podcast on a web page, on a shitty web page that comes out of my Freedom Controller, and they just hit the play button there, and they're not contributing anything. Right. I mean, that's going to be 96 to 98% of all people. Right. So that's the numbers that a service or a platform is going to be playing with. Right. So the first, the first thing I, that's, need, what I'm, that's what I'm saying we need to capture. But you can't, so you, what do you want to capture? If someone downloads the MP4? I don't understand. What, how, how, what, I want, yeah. what I want there to be a way to do is to express is to is for the service or the platform to express directly that there is a value for value option and that would be that would have to be done through something like this since there is no feed in that scenario so that extent browser extensions and other in other platform technologies have a way to get that information, that value for value information that's not, since there is no feed. Why is there no fee, feed when every single, why, does, why doesn't just every, everything on No Agenda Tube have a feed? Why wouldn't every account have a feed? I don't understand. It does, but if somebody goes and clicks on the link, like you're talking about, on the webpage, mm-hmm. and that link happens to go to No Agenda Tube, mm-hmm. not to the No Agenda Tube web web player but the no agenda to mp4 directly yes i, un- I understand so how does how does that get paid for that's what i'm trying to solve and, it, I, and i don't understand how you're doing it so i have a direct link to an mp4 to download it which may mm-hmm. or may not be something a lot of people do i don't know sounds like something someone would do if they want to circumvent providing value um, then how, how do you express that so that there's a fee? I, I don't understand. That, you, take the va- you take your value block and this is the idea. This is the dot well-known idea. You take the value block converted into something. You, you express it as JSON or some, you know, some format, or even it could stay even XML and you put it at no agenda tube.com slash dot well-known slash um, value for value. And it's a file that lives there. Now, every time, let's just use the, the idea of the get out, extension. Every time I go and I watch a video on no agenda tube.com, whether it's from a direct link to the media file or on the webpage or anything like that, the extension, since it's a standard, the extension knows to check no agenda tube.com slash well-known slash value for value. Okay. So and, this is, this is, this is really 
trying to help out by giving Albie something to use when there's no feed. Yes. That's not podcasting. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, this, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying two, two different things. I mean, there's the idea of trying to help out services within podcasting. But then there's also this bigger idea of trying to ex- have a way that value for value can be expressed beyond just podcasting. Ah, okay. Thank you. you that was the lead that I didn't understand. I'm all okay. for that, but if it's not a feed, it's not podcasting and we have to question what we're doing. Because if we're now, uh, are we, a, if we're going to be an index for value for value for all types of other uh, platforms and services, very interested in it. But it's not podcasting. I won't, uh, this is, this was an interesting experiment between, uh, between me and Alex. And I think that, you know, his, I mean, his user base and stuff is so small that it's, it's, it's fine. I think it's okay to do this and play around. But, you know, if the, if this did involve a, if this did evolve into a standard, um, I could see us. I mean, it would make sense to support it if it was a known standard, uh, just like your alien URL or anything like that. Do you agree with that? Um, or no? I, I mean, I so I would love the value for value standard to be exactly that the value for value standard, and I think it's totally relevant to figure out a way to do that mm-hmm. but it's not podcasting podcasting and i i just got to be militant about it for my opinion it's the feed the feed is the source of truth so it's okay that we can do other things to solve but it's literally pulling people away from podcasting where we want to bring them into apps it's giving them a way to go outside of apps and i i understand i mean that for 15 years, I've been doing value for value. Maybe 4% actually contributes value back. The rest just take and don't give anything. That That's the fact. Um, we push a lot of data every single week, and we pay for it. You know, We, we have a fixed price because of the, the crazy cash CDN that we use, which is, is part of the downside. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, setting up a platform for value for value is very interesting to me uh, or, or in or making something that um, that enables value for value um, outside of podcast apps for platforms. It's of course, I'd love to see that. I think it's way off mission for us. Okay. I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I, I just haven't been convinced when, when, when we're doing things outside of a feed, you know, then we, we really do lose the source of truth that everybody can take a look at. You know, I, I, I can go to an RSS feed and I can see exactly what's going on. If it's now an API, it just, it just I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. I understand where it's coming from, though. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because I also want video to work, and I, I don't want anyone. I want Alex to make money for anybody who provides this. But I just don't know if if this is the if this is the thing that podcasting two point should be doing, or the pod, pod. Let me put it this way: if that should be folded into podcast index, right? Um, because I'd rather have get Albi, you know, be used in an app. 
it can. You no, know. I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll think about some. I think there's there's some because uh, we see so we do you know because we do th- we do things that are not always in the feed. Um, such as there. Uh, well, I mean everything with with Ellen Pay and. You know, all yeah, that but, but the but the value block is okay. Well, you, technically, you're absolutely right when it comes to when it comes to value block. But I think ultimately, we'd really love for for a whole bunch of reasons for that to also be reflected in a feed and not and yes. not just something that we store. That's a shim, and now we have another shim for something that it's actually not even a shim. It's that's maybe where some of my objection comes from. It's not a shim until the rest of the world has value blocks in their feed. There's no feed. Right. It's And now you're just doing it on, on uh, individual content. I don't know. Um, all of a sudden, it sounded like a business to me. No, it's, is, it's a good discussion. And that's why I wanted, yeah. that's why I wanted to bring it up to you. Because there's... There's obviously ethics involved in any, any the, the ethics don't trouble me too. Eh. The ethics don't trouble me too much because again, I mean, a value for value is always voluntary. Mm-hmm. It's completely voluntary. And if if there's an extension in your browser that pops up and says, "Hey, this video, you know, this uh, no agenda tube supports uh, value for value. Do you want to give them a fee for watching this video?" To to me, there's nothing wrong with that no no it's it's not wrong at all but the difference is it's not necessarily a podcast yeah so it's a value for i mean dude we can tomorrow we can start a value for value index Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's a great idea but i think it i think there will be very few uh platforms that will that will do this um and i still think there's some there's some we need to think through what exactly i mean the way i now no agenda tube started as hey a, an alternate place you can upload some videos and it's all kind of low usage uh then we start talking about using the video aspect for podcasts and you know we know how how the monetization for that works but now uh, it's now we're talking about value for value enabling platforms mm-hmm. i don't know if we want to be a part of that i don't know that we want to be a part of that either i'm not going to disagree with that at all um i, I, I guess i see it as part of the work I, I see us being associated with things like this with ways to push these things forward because we are you know we're just like we're involved in L and URL uh, and trying to make that better with and more supportive of value for value and in Keysend and like we're in, you know we're involved in a lot of things uh, outside of just purely podcasting just be- because they are sort of tangential to the whole idea of a value for value world and stopping all the freeloading. So I can see us being oh, involved hold on, hold on, in hold on, things. Hold on. Okay. Value for value does not stop all the freeloading ever. Again, right. the numbers are four percent. Right, but but we want the free. Idealistically, we want the freeloading to stop. Freeloading—that's that's our right. But but we can only. 
stop the freeloading in in the podcast realm um i don't know uh, i i i can't say one way or the other it just doesn't feel right we're always talking about the source of truth and now we've just removed the source of truth and said okay we'll do this for anything well yeah I guess we could. That, it just it just seems outside of our scope. That's all. When there's no feed, you know, anything can be. You know me. You can put almost anything. You you got an escort service. Put something. Put make some content, and do whatever you want to do. That's a podcast. No, a hundred percent. No, I believe me. I I agree with you on on the fact that as the index and ad as podcast index. Our focus is podcasts, and that that's where we that's the domain we stay in um my only my my only thing is that we also are involved in other things by by association i mean it's the same reason we go and you know attend the lightning labs roundtable sure like that. sure I, because, I, yeah, of course but and we're involved in l n u r l l n u r l i mean that has nothing to do with Ellen URL has nothing to do with podcasting per se, other than the fact that it's just, it's just a happenstance that it comes into play there. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't think it's inappropriate for us to be involved in trying to figure out, help figure out solutions to these problems. Um, even, but even if we're not involved in it directly by saying, okay, here we you know we're going to support all of this stuff. We're, we, you know, we stay in the podcast realm, but, uh, you know, it is it is nice to some. I think we oh, do. Yeah. We but, will but, get caught up. But we're not putting uh, lightning uh, lightning labs elements into the index into our database. Sure. Yeah. Right. This stuff doesn't even exist yet. This is all an experiment. Right. No, I got you. Um, and we'll we'll talk about this on the next show. This is a, a, okay. a conversation really worth having because it's a really good one about how do we value for value enable the media landscape. I'm just saying, I don't think that's what podcast index and podcasting 2.0 is. I have no problem you know, working on it. I believe me. I, I, I like making more money. Uh, I have lots of content that is never monetized. Um, but you know, the, the play that I understood was, okay, this would be great. Uh, we can do live, we can do video and, uh, we value for value enable it, and my personal recommendation would be if you know if you're not using this for podcasting value for value, then we're going to take the money, uh, the the platform. Uh, here's how here's how you get you know outside of the twenty percent fee that we take. Here's how you do it, and no freeloading on the website, none, no website. You want to watch hmm. these videos? Get one of these beautiful apps. To me, see, to me, it feels better to, instead of shutting down the entire web interface, it feels better to design ways to express to the user that what they're doing actually costs money and, and ask them to help. Right. Um, but you're at, but you're doing, you're, you're, you're asking them to help by saying, oh, you can also do it this way with Albi, no podcast right. necessary. Fine, yeah, fine. But why does why do we have to be the ones? Should should there be a resource for that? Probably. I'm just wondering if that should be us. Uh, the only reason it should be 
I want should is not the right word. The only reason it could and can be us that has input on these things is that we care a lot about it and we're trying to push the entire value for value space forward instead of just you know yeah i mean i I, I personally i like to push the podcasting value for value space forward i really and i mean that sincerely that's where my heart is and and and, but there's a million other ways i mean the why not be the okay we'll maintain the the value block for your wordle game i mean we can do all of that Mm-hmm. But I just yeah. don't know if that's what we should be doing. No, I get you. I, I uh, 100% take your point. <laughs> Which means, fuck you, Curry. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't mean that at all. No, it doesn't mean that at all. I, I mean, I literally have in my notes, uh, you know, uh, feeds uh, value for value. Uh, the, I have this, the ethics of a value block when no block exists in the feed. That, that's, that's, what the I to talk about, that's the question. That's the question. That's the question. Okay. Well, now I've got stuff to think about. I also have exactly thirty minutes to post-produce and get on the road because we uh, are having dinner in Austin tonight. Uh, Was well, I muted there? just then? Yeah, you did. Hey, yeah, don't mute yourself. Oh, that's weird. Did your dog bark? I, I, no, I hit the. There was your dog no, barking. I, my notepad, I picked up my notepad. I was sitting there talking and my notepad had hit the button, had hit my mouse button on the mute key. Yeah, don't mute. Don't mute. Everything's fine. So, no, I had a big long soliloquy. You didn't even hear it. No, I heard all of it. You were only muted for a moment. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is good stuff to think about. Now I'm going to have to sit in the car for an hour and a half and think about this because I see the opportunity, Dave. <laughs> I see the opportunity. Um, th- the one thing I learned from Steve Jobs, my big takeaway, is the following. He said, Adam, we as a company, we say no more than anything. I said, what do you mean? He said, we just want to do what we have set out to do really well, and we try to stay away from everything else because the experience shows that it just turns out to be a distraction. See Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, make, uh, makes sense. Perfect sense. So that's so that's where that's where this is coming from at a deeper level, um, making value for value work for the entire world. Of course, I'd love it, but you know, it's like we can only do so much, and there's so yeah. much to do in our realm. Sure. You know, and I look at uh, Stacker News. Well, that was fun for three seconds until everyone you know doesn't do it anymore. And the reason is, it's not the full value for value loop, right? It's it, you can't just say it. Technically, I've got it. How come it's not working? Well, because you need as a as a creator, you need to do some work. You need to get people to understand it. You need to onboard your people. You need to explain to them how you know the nuances of it. The uh, there's so much to do. It's it's not just a. It's not like programmatic ads. Hey, reminder: watch this ad because you know. It's it's a big lift. Mm-hmm. Big lift. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, we're going out on a downer. This isn't this that doesn't feel good. No, well, I've got an ISO. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, is it the one the only one you have here? Yes, it is the only one. Damn, who are you talking about? Pew pew pew. pew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. To be continued next Friday. What do you say? 
Yeah, let's do it. We'll see you then, everybody. Take care. to Podcasting 2.0. Visit podcastindex.org for more information. Go podcasting! Pew, 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 pew.